everyone, and welcome to episode 94 of the Foo for Thought podcast. Yeah, buddy! I am your host, Sean. Is that yours? No, it's not mine. It's Ronnie's, baby. It's Ronnie's. It's always Ronald's. Yeah. <laughs> it's Ronald McDonald's. Anyone can use it. <coughs> oh, no. This is hot! Right? You alright? You choking? Oh my a, lord. Got a bit of rice stuck in my throat. Yo, yours is hot? Yeah. We got uh, we got Thai food, everyone. So we're, we're sat here munching on Thai food. And to be honest, I've got some kind of red curry and it. I am building up a sweat. Oh yeah? I am... Yeah, I, under my under my pits, definitely <laughs> moist, becoming swamp like. <laughs> um, to be honest, might have been happening downtown right now. Oh, I'm always downtown. <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. That man who's always downtown is Cyrus. Yeah. If anything, this hot hot uh, Thai food is making me dry up down there. <laughs> oh, that's unique. Yeah, it's doing it. Opposite. <laughs> that's interesting. And that lady over there is Devon. Yes. Who's literally had a mouthful of food when I said that? That's why I did it. Rude. This is fucking good, though, right? Good food. Mm-hmm. Good. Why do you say it like that? Good food. Mmm. Good food. Yeah, very good food. I'm gonna have to cough again. Hold on. <coughs> Sorry, this this curry's fucked me up. I'm sweating. It's like I'm like Uh-oh. a <laughs> Cyrus is coughing. What a mess. And there was no options of heat. No. It's just this is it. Oh yeah, they're just like give him the heat. Just yeah, these two fools eating something hot. I'm okay, so hopefully you will not hear me coughing. You're exotic, though. You can handle the heat. <laughs> Untrue. Mine yeah. is spice-free. Yeah, yours is. She has a pad thai. Mm-hmm. I have some kind of red curry, and Cyrus has chicken and, and biscuits. <laughs> <laughs> chicken and basil, I believe. Although I say basil. Penang? Pana- no, he has the penang. <laughs> I have you the have penang. basil. Leaf. I got the Thai basil. Oh. <laughs> I, mean, I need a drink. Yeah. Sorry, everyone. So basically, I should explain. So usually, we eat first. <coughs> oh my god! <laughs> we usually we eat first before recording, but uh, there were some technical difficulties with our food delivery, so it got here a lot later. And so the night is going by, and so we were like, we should probably start recording. They fucking prank us. What's happening? Yeah, this is this is hot. I, I got something stuck in my throat. I just coughed and a big piece of rice just came up. So I, I'm not ready. So you're safe now. now. Yeah. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, we are a martial arts cinema <laughs> podcast. Um, we do this shit once every two weeks. If you're new to the podcast, welcome. If you like what you hear on the podcast, I have good news for you. We have a Patreon. What? So... For those of you that like what we do on the podcast and would like to hear a little bit more, you can always join our Patreon. Um, if you become a patron, then you get to you basically get two main things off the bat. One is you get Food for Thoughts Uncut. After we do an episode of the podcast, we go ahead and why don't you just talk while I'm talking? I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Jesus Christ. I'm trying to be professional here. Yeah, there you go. Um Yes, uh, after we've done with this episode of the podcast, we record what's called Foo for Thought Uncut. And the uncut episode, we get a bit spicy. We get spicy like this curry. We get a bit raunchy. We sometimes discuss taxes and mental health. <laughs> sometimes we discuss balls and fannies. So we discuss, the, we run the gamut. And also what you get is every now and again, 
I uh, put up a video. The video may be... We've, we've posted up a, a variety of videos. Mainly, a lot of them are me discussing my Blu-ray collection, giving reviews, giving small synopsis C's to C's, and then showing you the special editions I buy. And then occasionally, you get videos like Devin and Cyrus doing a Connect... What do you call it? Connect, Connect 4? Four. Connect 4. Uh, Connect 4 tournament. Well, not really a tournament, just a versus. And... Um, or beatdown. Beatdown, yes. And then uh, going forward, I have an idea where I think this is going to happen next week because I've been putting it off for so long. I'm actually going to present some Blu-rays to Devon. She's going to get the title and the cover, and she's going to have to tell me what the film is about. I will accept this challenge. You will accept it, and you will, you will, I'm sure you will I'm sure fly I will high. Fail. I'm sure I will fail. I'm picking. I'm picking out some good ones. Um, there should be some okay. some interesting ones I can use. And then I'm just pulling up our list of patrons now, so I can read them out on the episode. The problem is I don't know where I put them, baby. Oh, here we go. Our current patrons are Shane, Nicholas, Amok Pal, Cameron, Kaze, Rama, Disconnected, Tristan Glover, aka Martial Arts Film Freak, Jack Chu, Art School Dropout, shout out to them. Eloquent, shout out to him. James Glennie, Don Jitsu, it's Tofa 9000, Tina, and Benjamin. Woo woo! Thank you so much. We really, really, really appreciate our patrons. We really do. It means the world to us. Uh, like uh, for a couple of dollars, they, 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 you know, they give us a couple of dollars each month, and with that, we it helps me do a bunch of things. A, it helps me get Blu-rays for this podcast if we're doing specific films. It helps me buy them so we can get to talk about them. And I'll be full transparency with you now. I'll be honest. I spent a fucking fortune on our recording equipment, and it helps me pay off that. And I get to tell my parents I have friends. Yes. Yes. It also funds Cyrus's crazy porn habit. Yeah. yeah. It's getting out of hand. Yeah. <laughs> He's watching it now. As, as, yeah. as, as we're recording. <laughs> I pay for it for some reason, which you don't have to do these days. People still do that. I mean. Wild. Wild. Um, episode 94, we are covering the 1997 film Blood Moon this episode. Um, and at the top of the show, we usually discuss what we've seen, any news. I'm going to start off with a very particular piece of news, because I think, I'm not saying it affected us all heavily, but I must admit, when it was announced last week, it saddened me a little bit. And that is, rest in peace, Kevin Conroy. Oh, what? Wasn't oh, you, you didn't last know? week? Wasn't that like yesterday? Yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you didn't know? Yeah. Yeah, the Batman has... Died sadly. One of, the, let's face it, one of the most iconic Batman's. He's Batman. Yeah, his yeah. voice is incredible. Yeah. I mean, he's done it across. Not only did he do the animated series, but he did all the fucking video games as well: Arkham yeah. Asylum, Arkham Knight, Arkham Dance, Arkham, Arkham Swim, Arkham. Yeah, <laughs> Arkham, 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 Chameleon, mm-hmm. all that good stuff. Our Comic Con. Our Comic Con. Uh, 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 come in my ass. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Um, yeah, all that good stuff. So, uh, rest in peace to him, because he is an incredible talent. He did amazing stuff, and uh, it's really sad. And I, it's actually really touching to see people, like, posting their Batman tributes to him. And uh, I saw someone had drawn the perfect picture of the Joker, like, holding the Batman cowl, saying, like, I'll miss you, old friend. And I was just like, oh, God. Yeah, so, rest in peace to him. And then... This one won't be as popular as Kevin Conroy, but I do want to say uh, rest in peace to Tame One as well. Tame One is a rapper, and um, he's one half of the group Artifacts, which 
came out in the mid-90s, I think, Artifacts. And he was a staple during my teenage years. Like, he was probably one of my favorite rappers. And his uh, debut album, called When Rappers Attack, uh, was, like, in constant play in, for me, the late 90s, early 2000s. And um, yeah, sadly he passed away this week, and I was uh, I was very saddened to hear that. So shout out to him because he's an absolute legend, uh, fantastic rapper. Um, another interesting piece of news: we don't like to talk about politics on this particular episode, uh, on this particular show, but I'm going to throw out a bit of politics there. Maryland has legalized marijuana. It has indeed. Is that for sure? Yep. Yep. You think I voted for or against it? You know what I'm saying. <laughs> You didn't vote, did you? Oh, I voted. Oh, you did? Oh, yeah. Oh, respect. Last day. Yeah, nice. Um, as of July next year, it will be recreationally legal. Why do they do that? Well, they put it off. 12 midnight. It. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why they do I that. I agree. I agree. Um, so as of July next year, we will be able to just walk into a dispensary and say, excuse me, sir, can I have your finest cannabis? <laughs> and they will cough it up. And to be honest, I'm not going to lie. As of July next year, I will be a weed smoker. Because I will definitely be dabbling. Uh, I just have to be very, very careful. Because uh, I have not been a smoker all my life. I've, I've smoked here and there. Unfortunately, I've had some bad experiences with weed. And So I'm going to go into the dispensary and, be, and say, can you give me the gentlest weed you have that will not send me to Pluto? And hopefully the guy will be very, very kind and be like, oh yeah, you need, you need this cigarette. <laughs> just smoke this cigarette and see how you go. <laughs> um... Yeah, I'm definitely going to try it. I'm interested. Uh, I won't be trying edibles or anything like that because apparently that's crazy. Although gummies, who knows? Who knows? Either way, weed will be legal here and I'll definitely be trying it out. Um, yeah, I think that's great news. I also think that's great news because I think weed should be legalized everywhere. Well, yeah. My theory is if it's legal somewhere, it should be legal everywhere pretty much. Pretty much. I, I, it's such a it's such a weird thing to still be illegal. Um, I, I don't get it. And it, it's weed, like, okay. We don't have to get into it. This is the start of the podcast. No, no, no. We're not going to get too deep into it. You know the argument, like getting hammered, alcohol has killed just millions of people, right? Yes. People smoke weed and sleep and eat yep. brownies. Yep. I mean, it's not. That's it. That's it. They don't fight. They nope. don't go out. Nope. Yeah. Nope. Yeah. Most people are too. Can't OD on it. Nope. Most people are too lazy to get in their car and go for a drive. They're just like, oh, fuck it. I'll stay home. And also, if you want to do this thing, you're going to do it anyway. Yeah, it's legal or not. I think right now it's um, not. It's decriminalized, so you can still get like a, you get like three warnings, and then it, if you do it again, they're like a couple hundred dollars, sir. Now or like, like, well now. Oh, now you you but you need a you need a weed card. You need a marijuana card to be able to smoke it. Yeah, but I mean, if you don't You're have if one, you got caught with it. Oh yeah, the it's police like, officer yes. literally goes, "That's a warning." Yeah, first time they're like, "Yeah, that's a warning. Can I have some?" And then they let you on your way. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's it's very uh, a light a light punishment. Um, but next year, that's exciting. Obviously, you can't go walking down the street like smoking a smoking a blunt. But I mean, you can though. Have you been to Colorado? I haven't. It smells like skunks everywhere. Really? Yeah. Nice. Nice. Um, I look forward to it because I'll be honest with you, I have lots of anxiety, I have lots of depression, I have lots of problems with my mental health, and I honestly think just having a nice little dabble will uh, will will calm me down, relax me. So looking forward to that. Um, what have we all been watching 
Has anyone been watching anything interesting? I have a slew of things I've been watching. Gangs of London. We have been watching Gangs of London season two, uh, to be precise. Uh, season two is not available in the US. I'll be honest with you. We're not watching it on uh, on AMC. We are watching it through other means. Um, and it is not available until mid-November in the US. Thankfully, we did get a copy of it. We have been watching it. What do you say about it, Devin? Two thumbs up. Two thumbs up? I very much enjoyed it. Now, granted, couldn't remember a single fucking thing that happened in the previous season. You know, maybe a few bits and pieces. Um, Regardless, uh, it's been great. Very suspenseful. Yes. Um, I enjoyed the fight, so it happened. But yeah, overall, just... I mean, they sent you on a couple of fucking loops. Oh, I where... think I think the plot was great of this oh, yeah. season. Um, I thought I thought it was bigger and and um, and more interesting. Right. Um, as a warning to everyone, I will say this: Gareth Evans is only a producer; he does not direct anything, and also Jude Poyer does not uh, direct the fight scenes. And this season is pretty low on action. Um, there are not a ton of action sequences. The best fight scene in the whole thing happens in the penultimate episode, uh, in my opinion. And I was a bit irked that the fight scenes weren't thick and fast. Um, I wanted more, but the plot more than did more than enough to, to make me happy. Yep. Uh, really good. Itching for a season three now. Not going to say how the second season ends, but it ends well. Baby. Oh, it ends like a fucking bomb. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm super excited. I hope there's a season three. I hope it gets picked up for a season three. Yeah, that that would be exciting. But yeah, really good. Really uh, been enjoying that. Um, yeah, good stuff. Uh, what else did we watch, Devin? Uh, Devin watched for the first time with me, uh, Bone Tomahawk. Oh yeah, yeah. It is a. How would you describe it? That's an excellent question. <laughs> and after I was done, yeah, like I didn't know anything about it. Um, I went in. I went in blind. But given totally, given totally blind, right? Totally blind. Given the name, I had I I guess I, I assumed I guess I assumed something, but nowhere near what you think. And at the end of it, I was just like, I have no idea what type of movie this is. Um It's a a, a horror west western, yeah, I guess. That's exactly what it is, a horror western. It's definitely a western. Definitely a western. It's definitely it's a slow burn. Um, but when it kicks but it's, up, but it's a good slow burn. Yeah, I I recommend it. Uh, there is a scene in the film where Devin had to look away. She yep. she could not watch. Nope. Uh-uh. Your, your mic's off. Does it have to do with eyeballs? It didn't have to do anything nope. with eyeballs. It Cyrus, had... can I just tell you? It... No. <laughs> just no. Uh, do you want to say what the scene is? It's not a spoiler for anyone who wants to watch Bone Tomahawk. I'll just so it's it's someone I won't say who's doing it or anything like that, but I was someone is very brutally killed. They are held upside down, nude, nude, and chopped right in half yeah, down the, the classic. Yeah, but it's and, not just one chop, and Ooh, it's a couple, uh, and then they're the other guys are pulling yes him apart. Yeah. There's three guys. Okay, two guys it. holding One's the chopping. legs. One's chopping. With <laughs> a bone tomahawk. It's called splitting the wood. Yeah, that's and something. But you actually watch it. You literally they see should. it going into his taint. Like, it's it's very, very violent. Couldn't watch it. Yeah, Devin struggled with that. But um, I covered my eyes. That film is so fucking good. But I it's it, very, very I good. I give it five stars. I love that film. I think it's fantastic. Very, very good. Um, 
I think the rest of what I have is what I've been watching. Um, I actually hopped onto the bandwagon. I'll be honest, I've been looking for a good anime since One Punch Man. One Punch Man was just first season of One Punch Man, I should say. was an absolute delight. Loved it. People were talking about it like it was the best thing in the world. So both me and Cyrus watched it, and we love it. Everyone started talking about Chainsaw Man. So I was just like, okay, I've got to watch Chainsaw Man now. I loved the first episode. I thought it was great. I thought it was exactly what I was looking for. It's bonkers. It's fucking super violent and super, like, the action scenes are really, really good. Second episode didn't do it, didn't really do it for me. Um, It seems like it's going kind of along the lines of many other animes, and uh, I might have some gripes with it, but I'm going to stick with it because everyone says it's amazing. Um, Cyrus, if you haven't seen Chainsaw Man, I do recommend it. Give it a go. Mm Mm-hmm. It's on Hulu. Mm-hmm. Um, and then other things I've watched, I watched Crimes of the Future, which is the latest David Cronenberg film. Uh, that film is really, really fucking good, but really, really weird. Uh, I'm not going to go into what it's about, but it's basically about in the future, we're able to evolve our bodies through science. So we're able to grow new organs that we don't necessarily know what those organs do, but we grow them and we display them in artistic, in in performance art. So essentially we do like autopsies on ourselves where we show off our organs. Very interesting film. Very interesting. Um, I like the idea of getting new weird organs that do cool stuff. Yeah. You can breathe underwater now or something. it's not quite that way. It's it's like, yeah, it's it's kind of the opposite of that. They're considered like they're like, what the fuck does this thing do? Because they don't really know what it does, and what it like in one guy, it this organ grows, but it shifts all his other organs out of the way, so like he can't eat properly anymore, and like it fucks him up. Uh. But he shows everyone what it is through performance art, and it's, it's got a lot to do with like why do it. Or that, uh, never mind. That, he's an that would be because he's an artist. Hmm. Um, really good film. I really enjoyed it, but it's not for a. It's not for the faint of heart because it's kind of gross, and also it's not for those that don't like like weird films because it's definitely weird. Um, I watched Deep Cover, which I've never seen before, which is the Lawrence Fishburne and Jeff Goldblum film. Don't know why I've never watched that film before because it's fucking flames. <laughs> Deep Cover is so good. What year was that again? Ninety five, maybe. Um. It seemed old. It seemed a little older. Uh, it's it's it was the last film that has Lawrence Fishburne cast as Larry Fishburne. So in the credits, he's Larry. <laughs> oh, I feel Fishburne. like that's earlier then. Oh, you think maybe ninety two? Are you looking at ninety two? Ninety two. Okay. Who's in? Who's uh, deep undercover? Larry. Okay, good. Because I was going to say Jeff Goldblum can't. Larry's. He's Larry's... Like, yes, 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 uh, everybody. <laughs> uh, yes, yes. He's really, really good in it, and he's actually surprisingly like violent in it. Uh, Jeff Goldblum is um, like part of the drug trade. He's like a like a not quite a kingpin, but he's like up on the rungs of the of the drug trade, and uh, you know. I La- can't even imagine that. I feel like I should watch this because I cannot imagine. Uh, honestly, it's an incredible film. It's really, really good. Okay. Like it's this crime thriller, like this neon drenched crime thriller. It's like a neo noir. It's got a, an amazing soundtrack by like Dr. Dre. It's really, really good. I, I was I was really interested. And then lastly, I decided to watch Once Upon a Time in Hollywood again, the Quentin Tarantino film. First time I watched it, I'll be honest, I gave it two stars on Letterboxd. Was not a fan. 
Didn't like it at all. Watched it this time. Still don't see what people seen it. It's better than I originally thought. But that film just I just it doesn't grab me. I, I, I don't I don't see what other people see in it. Um it it's it's cool, I guess. But it just yeah, I don't know. I don't get it. I don't get it. You think people are just trying to be like, oh man, you don't get it. It's so cool just like to I don't think so. I, like- I, I I think people get something from it, like this this nostalgic vibe from it, and people love that. It doesn't, I don't know, it just doesn't work for me. I gave it three stars this time around. I thought it was okay. I kind of enjoyed it more, but it's still, I find it long, and I find it honestly a bit pretentious. It's Quentin Tarantino kind of indulging in himself, and I don't necessarily love that. Um, certainly not Quentin Tarantino's best. Probably not his worst, though. Probably not as bad as Jackie Brown. I'm not a fan of Jackie Brown. Jackie Brown sucks ass and yeah. the one in the snow. Never seen Hateful it. Hateful Eight is butt. Hateful Eight is flames. You. I would want I want to watch Hateful Eight again. Right, I remember it. Yeah. I remember enjoying yeah, it. Yeah, me too. Let's watch it again. Did not enjoy Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. No. No good. You're making so much noise with your mouth. I'm sorry. Oh. Just letting you know. Okay. Um, we've recently uh, had someone mention our audio, so we're, we're trying to do better with our audio. Um, I don't really, I shouldn't have mentioned that because now people are going to be like, "Well, you didn't do better. It fucking was shit." But <laughs> we've turned Devon up. All right, let's get into the film. Should we? Oh, give our opinions. Well, let me give a little breakdown. Okay. So, Blood Moon, 1997 film, directed by Tony Lung Su Hung, starring Gary Daniels, Chuck Jeffries, Darren Shalavi, Keith Vitale, and Rob Van Dam, of all people. Action oh by... My God. Really? That was him, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I know that ponytail. Yep. Yep. Um, action by Tony Lung Su Hung, the director. Um, he's done plenty of good stuff. He also... Recently, he worked on the It Man films, if anyone is wondering what happened to him. Um, I will say the writer of this film wrote seven films and says this one was his best. Oh dear. Um, and uh, oh dear. In, 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 interestingly enough, um, if, I'm sure everyone was aware, but a few nights ago we had a blood moon. We in, sure did in real life. I couldn't be bothered to go look at it. Was it as good as this movie, or? Um, apparently, it was nowhere near as good as this movie. Because this movie, yeah. Anyway. Um. Yeah. Let's go, let's go around and get some opinions. Who wants to go first? I think Devin wants to go first. If you if you if you want to go first, you can go. If you don't want to go first, I will go first. Your call. I'll go first. Okay. Um. Yeah. This movie was just batshit crazy. Like it got it got a l- more bearable when it went on. The beginning of it was just. I mean, crazy. So many times, m- the majority of my notes are probably within the first like thirty minutes. Because the first thirty minutes are mental. Are they're one hundred percent mental? And I mean, it's the whole film's mental. Yeah, the whole film, but the first thirty minutes are are fucking crazy. Yeah. Um. Do I like this film? No, I do not. <laughs> <laughs> I d- okay. it's just not good. There's just so many bad elements to it. So much just random, unnecessary shit. The fact that, and it wasn't until a halfway in where I remembered that you said that this film was made in 1997. I thought it was like 1983. Okay. When they were like, <laughs> we're getting an email. I was like, from how? Are you in the future? 
<laughs> I, that boggles my mind. The look of it, the 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 music, the just every. I thought this was. I kept forgetting that this was made the in the fact, late nineties. The fact this was made three years before the year two thousand is insane. It's insane. I I I feel like that's incorrect. I feel like somehow Google or whatever is yeah, wrong. Everyone and this everyone <laughs> is wrong. This movie was made in the eighties. Pagers. Um, and it's just fucking ridiculous. Just right. it's not not good. Okay. And honestly, even like the fights, maybe there was one that I enjoyed. That's interesting. Okay. The rest of them were just. Uh, I don't know if it was because I was far too distracted by, <laughs> by the lunacy. Yeah. Um, especially uh in regards to 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 one character, the bad guy. Um. Everything about him was very distracting. So it, it just, oh, it's bad. All right. It's a bad one. That's that's fair. And so, not not bad in a fun way. Sorry, I imagine you're going to slightly hop on that bandwagon. I'm hopping on it. Yes. Okay. <laughs> and say this film was Welcome. fucking Welcome garbage. Welcome in. So. Join me. Obviously, it's terrible. Yes. You can't, no sane person would go like, man, that's, I can't wait <laughs> yeah. to, to watch this. It's coming on TV tomorrow. I can't wait, it, wait to watch it. Yeah. Um, it was breaching the so bad it's good. Yeah. And then it just didn't quite get there. And I was thinking about what the director was thinking and I just kind of felt sad. Okay. Cause like all these people are involved with this movie and they're all getting paid and all give the thumbs up and they're like trying and seem to be enjoying themselves. Yeah. And I'm like, wow, seem to be going for it. What is going through your mind? Yeah. However, of course there are parts of the movie that I, I laughed out loud and said, what the fuck? Yes. Yes. <laughs> Which were the best parts. But yeah, it's trash. Pure uh, trash. Okay. Two for two for trash. I would actually, sorry, I would actually completely forget that this is a movie and sl- and I would just compare it to actual movies that worked. Yeah. And I go, oh, they almost got that. <laughs> yeah, okay. I get it. Like uh, Lethal Weapon. I'm like, I see what they're trying. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that that makes sense. I, I get what you get what you did there. Ooh, or is this going to be our new vote? Because you because you, you said that we both think it's trash. Is our vote our new voting system for films going to be fresh or trash? Is that where you're going to ask? Oh, I guess we he's always going to say fresh. And I'm always going to say trash. <laughs> oh, you are wrong, my friend. <laughs> well, well, oh, so sorry. Were we going to do like the two votes? Four would win. Oh no, we were just okay. going to say what's your personal vote, fresh okay. or trash? And you two have definitely said trash. And spoiler alert. We're getting a third trash. Mm-hmm. Um, so my beef with this film is exactly, exactly what Cyrus just said. It never quite gets so bad it's good. It never quite. It stays so bad. There's a couple of... Don't get me wrong. There's some fucking amazing moments. Here's a really small one. He has The guy has some documents and he's... Oh, you're, cons- you're, you're jumping ahead, but All I right. know exactly what you're going to say. Go on, go on. He's like, should I get back on the police force? Yeah. And he throws it in the, the documents in well, the air and then and it's like a billionaire all in the place. Yeah. And I was like, that's what people do I, the, when they're the, alone by themselves. The bit I was going to add on to that though, the, the dossier or f- file that he has probably has about eight sheets of paper in it. When he throws it up in the like air, it'll be 255,000 yeah. pieces of paper. Um, so... I am shocked at the ma- amount of people that messaged me when I announced this film and said, I'm so glad you're doing it. I love this film. <laughs> oh, no. Because, because, and I don't want to shit on your opinions, but I hope you like this film in a so bad it's good way and that you don't like it as a legit film. Because I think this film is fucking garbage. It's not good and 
it, yes, it has some wild moments, and yes, it's fucking hilarious. And even, I will say, in my opinion, it has a few good fight scenes. I liked some of the choreography in this um, film. I thought it was pretty imp- impressive at times. I think Darren Shalavi is a fucking bonkers kicker. I think he's incredible at kicking. That's the bad guy. Uh, rest in peace to him, by the way. He died at a young age, sadly. Is he in other stuff? Oh, yeah. He's the bad guy in It Man 2. He's the boxer called Twister in It Man 2, if you remember him. I don't, but I feel like yeah. I remember his face. Oh, he's been in a boatload of stuff, yeah. Sadly, I think he died at like the age of 44. Um, he had, a, I think, a heart attack and died. So, very, very sad because he was quite a talent. Um, uh, I know he doesn't show it in this film. Oh, but he's fucking yucking it up. Like, oh, he is <laughs> chewing scenery yeah, like a monster. Right? Um, 90% of the people in this film can't act. And yep. one of them is the most egregious, and I hate to say it, but poor Gary Daniels. Gary Daniels, he is not he's got the charisma of like a bottle of water. Oh, yeah. he, he is awful yeah. in this film. And can, uh, I, can I ask, yeah. what is, I was to say, what is he? Um, where is he from? So, that accent, of the first, when he first started talking, I was well, like, oh, he's British. But then the more he started talking, I was just like, Australian. wait, is he Australian? But then I was just like, I don't think that's right either. He's British. He is British? Mm-hmm. His accent is a little wonky. Even I, I knew he was British, and I was just like, why is he doing Australian? But yeah, he's British through and through. And um, I, I, Cyrus, I don't know if you know this. Um, Gary Daniels went on to play Kenshiro in the Fist of the North Star live-action film. Why? <laughs> no, it's crazy. Yeah, uh, that film also stars Sean Penn's brother, Chris Penn. Okay. Um, not a great film. Not a great film. Some people love it. It's like a cult classic, but I don't love it. But yes, so we'll jump into this film um, and. Oh boy, get ready, because, baby, I got notes. Dude, I fucking thought the cop, the first cop, uh, what's his fucking name? Chuck. Chuck. I, dude, I thought he was like Eddie Murphy's brother. <laughs> I swear so to I asked, God. I asked Cyrus to pause. No, Sean to pause. Jesus, yes. I asked Sean to pause the film, and I looked over at him, and I was just like, is this man trying to be Eddie Murphy? And... The answer is... Yes, he is. Yes, 100% he's trying to be. Yes, he is. I thought he was Eddie Murphy's brother. Yeah. He um, sounded like him. He looked like him. He even did the same mannerisms. Now. Yeah, Chuck, uh, Chuck Jeffries is doing his best Eddie Murphy impression in this, and he half pulls it off at times. And he's a struggling magician. <sighs> you're, jumping, you're jumping ahead, baby. Hey, we're just going to jump. Don't... Oh, I... Don't get me started well, on that. Well, the first... The, f- the film opens up in a in a boxing gym, and there is a boxer, and he's, 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 go on, what are you going to say? Joe Lewis. Is that Joe Lewis? There's a guy called Joe Lewis in the film. Well, Joe Lewis is the famous boxer, it's not him. Your mic's off. Joe Lewis is the famous <laughs> boxer, it's not him. Okay, Joe Lewis is in the film, but I was just like, I don't know if that's the boxer. You've seen him before. Who's he? Mortal Kombat. Beach. Who? I think he's the guy who fights Liu Kang on the beach in Mortal Kombat. Really? Staff fight. I don't remember him. I think I'm right. Okay, I don't remember him at all. But there's a there's a guy. He's he's in the ring late at night. Everyone's left. He's just doing some shadow boxing. Hus hus, going at it. And then uh, we get our first look at Darren Shalavi. Well, for no, first we get a look at his shoes because my first note is fuck these shoes. 
his how weird little. <laughs> how dare you? All you see, you see some shoes, you know, just uh, walking into the gym, and they have these like steel plates, like in the the it's toe and the heel. It's safe to say, and are, then the heels too, and then the heel are too. They, are they cowboy boots? I'm not sure. Because they are. But as soon as those boots popped up, I was like, okay, obviously bad guy. Yes. And but then yeah, when we first get our. When I first saw those shoes, I was just like, I, I've seen this from them before. And I went, is this guy a robot? <laughs> I don't know why yeah. I thought he was a robot. They were steel-toed, but then walk. also, yeah, there was also like steel or metal around the heel. Yes. And then, yeah, when we first get a, a, a look at him in his full... Get-up. His full get-up, yeah, I, I wrote, fuck this <laughs> movie. Yeah. Um, what, what's the most shocking thing about his get-up? What, what's the thing that stood out for the you? The mask. The mask? For me, I mean a lot of it. For me, I don't know why. Luscious locks? No, it was the belt buckle. <laughs> he had an oh, enormous belt buckle. I think all, I mean, all of it together was egregious. So there's a cape. There's a cape. There's this ridiculous kind of like black and white eye mask. So there's black on one half, white on the Yin other yang. half. Yin yang mask. Is that? Yeah, I guess that would be a that good way meant to, to be. I don't know. I guess that was a good way to describe it. The most egregious wig in the world. Yeah, he has lo- he has like that has to be a shoulder wig, right? length. I don't, know. I don't. I think that's his hair. That's his hair. I think that's his hair. Well, they dyed it jet black. Well, yeah, and like so, and like shoulder length, maybe a little longer hair. I think the inside of the the black cape, but the inside of it was purple, and he had on you know the black shirt and black pants. And when you see him, he's in the ring. He has his getup, and then he's like doing like a standing like split. So like so one leg is in the air. Uh you forgot what he announces before he does the split. What does he announce? He says, Are you scared? <laughs> and then immediately does a vertical split. Right. And at that point I'd go, Yes, actually I am quite scared. Because <laughs> he looks terrifying. Yeah, and from that point on for me he was he was referred to as the Phantom. Oh, the Phantom. Because okay. he reminded his get up reminded yeah. me of the Phantom of the Opera. I think on IMDb he's just the killer. Is the killer? Yeah, yeah. Um, he reminded me of the Phantom of the Opera, and that was actually the music cue I was going to use. But I don't feel like doing it anymore. Oh, okay. Go That's on. always really good uh, to flesh out a, a character. The antagonist of the movie is to not give him a name. Just call him the killer. That's all. People love that. Yes. Really yes. deep. Really deep character. Um, what is deep about this guy is apparently he kills when there's a blood moon. Because there is literally a blood out, outside in why? the in the sky. I mean, I yeah. I, oh, oh, sorry. Should we ask? Should we ask the most blatant why? Why is he killing people? To be the best. To I get. I get the best. Uh, just he wants well, to be the best is, champion. Yeah, he wants to be the I best. Cha- he wants to be the best fighter. So he's fighting and killing these champions. And because I mean, yeah, when they ask him, it just it just seems like he's just to do it for fun but he's not he's killing he's killing people that are experts in a variety of different martial arts right he kills a pro wrestler yeah so kills a tough man he does kill a tough man yeah. i know it's that, and that was also my so thing cool. i was like wait a minute i was just like he's fighting these two the so you know him and the boxer are in the ring and they're fighting and i was just like wait a second i was like this dude's a boxer right and i was just like but then but of course uh phantom it's hitting him with like kicks and all this other stuff, and I was like, "You're doing different styles." Beautiful kicks, beautiful kicks. Yeah, I was he's just got like, some legs on him. And then you know he's talking about you know how he's the best, how the boxer is the best. Let's see if you're the best, you know. And they fight, but I was just like, "But he's cheating. He's using his stupid little 
steel boots and doing all these kicks and hurting him. I haven't even gotten to that. I haven't gotten to that yet. But I was just like, how is that proving that you're better when you're fucking cheating? And you're not even fighting him in the style that he's the, a champion of. He's, I guess he's trying to prove I, I did not. Well. I did not care for, for his logic. Um, halfway through the fight, for some random reason, he takes off his mask. So what's the point of fucking fighting in the mask to start with? Yeah, what's the point of it? Because he takes it off. And by the way, the mask... If if I wore that mask and walked into a room, someone would just be, "Oh, hey, Sean," because yeah. it doesn't cover anything. Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't matter at all. Yeah. Um. It's but he, he takes it off halfway through the fight. Pointless. Right. Um. Then he. Do we want to? I mean, he kicks his ass. Basically, he, he kicks the boxer's ass. He does something mental to the boxer, in that he kicks him so hard in the balls that the guy flies up in the air into a military press or guerrilla press, as we used to call it. And then he just holds the guy up in a military press for like twenty seconds, right. and then it cuts away. And then, oh wait, doesn't he use? Doesn't he do the finger oh, jab on this guy? Go on, talk. And about, also, talk about so I was just like, yeah. So before I, before, so spoiler, or you know, here's one of the reveals. He has two metal fingers. Why I don't know. Find that out later. But during this fight, in the and literally, this is all within the first five minutes of the movie. Yes, yeah, yes. Where uh, this happens, and so he stabs this dude in the chest, like through the chest with his fingers, and then does that thing where, yeah, he holds him up in the air. So then at the, at that point, I was just like, and then especially with the, he's also facing a window, and you can see the blood moon in the window, and he's yeah. staring at it, all mesmerized and laughing or whatever the fuck it is he's doing. So then I was just like. Is there like, is there like some sort of magic happening, or does he, or is he have some sort of supernatural powers? Because I was like, he just stabbed this dude before I realized that he was missing two fingers and replaced them with two metal fingers. Yeah. And after, so I was just like, so he's strong enough to stab someone through the chest with his fingers, and he can hold this dude, this big dude. You know, he's not the guy, the boss he's fighting. It's not a small man. He's holding him in the air. While, you know, and staring at the moon and laughing. And I was just like, is he, is there magic? Did you think he was a werewolf, to be honest? Okay. So I put this on, on, on my Instagram. So the poster for this movie. And then, of oh, course, yeah, yeah. and then, of course, the name. And then, you know, the poster of it is Gary Daniels. And he has this, like, ripped shirt. And, you know, and it's called Blood Moon. So I was wondering if there was some, whether, you know, obviously that I felt like all of that, you know, screams werewolf. But I, you know, but I didn't necessarily... I didn't think that was likely, but I thought that there was some sort of supernatural thing. Okay. But apparently there's not oh, in this, no. <laughs> this no, movie. No, no. There's no explanation of why he's obsessed with the blood moon. There's no explanation what the fuck happened to his fingers, why he has metal fingers. How, yeah, him holding this big dude up in the air. Yeah. And so I was very... You need to turn your mic on. I could be a man <laughs> up in real life. I was very... He's not a big man. I was very disappointed that there was no supernatural component to explain any of it i'm very disappointed in a lot about this film and then the yeah next scene we get to meet old Ugh. chuck chuck comes riding along on his motorbike in let's be honest he's, yeah all denim yep he's all he's in all De- denim denim, denim, denim underpants as well <laughs> i bet i bet he is denimed <laughs> right out. so he pulls over you know hops off his bike you know you see his Oof. you see his you see his badge and then he just <laughs> He's, by the way, he's at the crime scene. He's at a crime, yeah, and then he's at the crime scene of the boxer's death. And then, yeah, please, do you want to describe what yeah. happens next? Okay, so there's some police tape in front of the the building. Um, Chuck jumps on top of a police car, 
then kind of does a spinning jump over the police tape. And then when he lands, all the police that are outside go, Hey, Chucky! Hey, Chucky! And they all call him Chucky, which is very upsetting. Because no grown man should be called Chucky. And um, no one knows why he does that jump. He could have just gone under the tape like normal. But Chucky, he's a bit of a show-off. Struggling music. So he he goes into... Yeah, we're just... Wait, doesn't he, like, when he lands, doesn't he pop out, like, the flowers? He pops out the oh, flowers. Is that when we see his first trick? Yep, that was the first trick. And so, yeah. Of, so We have to emphasize this. He does magic. Yeah. But not, so, not, yeah. not, not supernatural again, wizardry magic. He does magic tricks. So, once again, so this is maybe, like, within the first 10, 12 minutes. Yes. I had Sean pausing so much. Yes. And, of course, I wrote this down, and I was just like... What the fuck is going on? I was like, "There's magic happening," and this du- this man is doing magic at a crime scene. At a crime scene. That and that was just so that fla- that flower trick outside of the building. That was just the first, first of many fucking magic tricks. So but I started then, later on. It kind of falls by the wayside. Thank God, because I, I that was another note I wrote. I was like, if magic continues throughout this whole fucking movie, I'm gonna punch Sean that for making me oh, watch this. I, I think that made it would have made the film a hundred times better. No, not oh, at all. Yeah, if he just that continues got, to do magic, that oh. got old so quick. No. You are 100 percent insane. No, you're wrong. I would have 100 percent like walked out and be like, I'm done. If, if there had been magic this whole movie, and so yeah. I started calling because okay, by the way, this the uh, the actor who plays this guy, uh, he is uh, yeah, he's a black man. So I started calling him Black Magic. <laughs> That's pretty good. That's pretty good. But yeah, but he's doing magic. The, the actor, by the way, whose real name is Chuck. That's, oh, right. that's Chuck Jeffries. Okay. Yeah, I, I just was calling him Black Magic. I but so, <laughs> I like I like him. Really? Not the magic tricks and like mm. anything, but like I mean, mm. he's fine. He's trying. All right. He is trying. Um, he goes into the boxing gym, and there there is a man lay on the ground. The guy, the boxer we just saw, he has a blood pool around him. Uh, he has the white chalk marked around him, and uh, Chuck walks up and goes, "Looks like we've got ourselves a homicide." Oh yeah, <laughs> no fucking shit. Yeah, that line. <laughs> I was think, just like, "Ugh." You think we got ourselves a homicide here? Ugh. We haven't got ourselves a super elaborate suicide. Yeah, um, which uh, I, I thought that was that kind of set the tone for the film. I was just like, okay. And then so what was the next magic trick was uh, the... the Sneeze? No, yeah, the sneeze and the... the, the Power again. Unending, no, the unending like handkerchief. Well, that was, was... That made me so uncomfortable. crime scene. There's a dead body. Oh, no, he does, the, he does the handkerchiefs back at the station. No, at Are the you? No, scene. he did it at the crime scene. At the crime scene, he sneezes he just, flower. Sneezes flower. And then... Handkerchief. Uh, the first was a rainbow. The, the second scene. one was just just a, a white handkerchief that he put over the over the guy's face. Yes. Okay. So fucking dumb. There was more magic at the police station. There's more magic at the police station. The coin. The coin trick. Yes. Um. So I instantly was just like, "Don't like you. <laughs> I don't like what's happening. I don't like you for that very reason." So just, go ahead. He talks to the boss, right? Just like every other 80s, 90s cop film, the trope is he has an angry detective. An angry uh, boss. Yeah, an angry chief or captain. too angry and too quickly. And I didn't like him at all. <laughs> it's, yeah. just, it's such a dumb trope. It's just, you've got to have an angry yeah. chief. And, and so, like, in the police station is 100% where, that was where it solidified to me that this guy was going for Eddie Murphy. Oh, 100%. And so, yeah, like, he's doing, like, these gags, and, like, the chief is on the phone, oh. and he's, like, making these faces or doing these things, like, while he's I'm on the phone. I'm surprised he doesn't do the... <laughs> and oh, I wow. was... 
<laughs> yeah. waiting for something like that. There's a great bit in the in the. There's like a blooper. It's not even a blooper. There's he fucks up. Uh, he sits down at his desk and then he goes to take his badge out of his pocket and he can't take forever. it out. He, he takes forever to pull it out. He cannot do it. Oh, I miss. And that. they just they didn't go. It took him about almost twenty seconds. Yes. he's just like yeah. It must have been the best take. I was just about to say, why didn't the director go? Actually, can we get another take of that? They just went, nah, that's good. Let's keep going. Let's keep going. Can you do more magic? Um, so yes, he, he's doing his best, Eddie Murphy. Um, then we flash to the killer again, and he is rolling up on Rob Van Dam, baby. Yeah. And oh, Jesus Christ, I forget how bad this movie is. I watched it today. D. Well, the crazy thing is. I don't think I don't think this exists. I don't think this happens in real life. But please tell me if I'm wrong. There is another blue a blood moon. I don't think blood moons happen twice in no. two nights. So oh, so the one that happened recently. I think the next one won't be for like another couple of years. Yeah, yeah. So I don't two nights in a row doesn't happen. Uh, so Rob Van Dam is uh, making sweet love or trying to make sweet love to a lady on Rob a Van Dam on a, a wrestler on a pinball machine. If you don't know Rob Van Dam, he was he's, a, he's a wrestler. A wrestler. Yes. And uh, the killer steps up, and he says the incredible line, "Marvelous night for a moon dance." Yep. Jesus. Not sure what a moon dance is. Yep. But dude, uh, yeah, and there's no explanation of why he's so obsessed with the fucking moon. Yeah. No, none. There's no explanation and- for this for this man for for Mister Phantom at all. And it's always it always says on his calling card. Blood on the moon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Never explained. No one even says it. He sends an email with it. Just a big picture. He, he, he whips it up in ass pain. And I get, and I suppose that bit of it makes sense. He's killing people. It's blood dripping. On, but what's the bl- dr- blood dripping on the moon? But what's his obsession with the moon? I don't know. What's his, what's his motivation? What's a moon dance? <laughs> what is this man's motivation? He has a dance with Rob Van Damme's lady and then just knocks her out, like chokes her out. I mean, he broke her neck, but yeah. She lives, though. I know, but she was like... And then <laughs> right. She was yeah, slumped. I was... Yeah, it all happened very quickly, and I was just like, did he just kill her? Yeah, I thought he killed her. Um, So we get probably the worst fight in the film, I think. Rob Van Dam versus yeah. uh, Darren Shalavi. Rob Van Dam's doing his wrestling moves. Uh, he's slow. He's clunky. It doesn't look great. Um, I, I don't know why they included him. He just He's pretty shitty here. Uh, and, of course, he gets killed by Darren Shalavi. And then we probably get some more fucking stuff about the moon. Um, then the next scene is we go, we go back to the, uh, we go back to the, um, police precinct precinct and someone, what they meant to say is the killer has sent an email, but they don't use the word email. They say the killer has sent, is sending computer messages. <laughs> oh, that, I didn't, that made I didn't me laugh because I'm just like, oh in yeah. In 97, did we not have the term email? But we definitely did. It's email. That's because it was... It was later. It was later. I don't at that point. I don't remember, but I know definitely later they use word email. But then that, but then that just solidifies. That just solidifies my my theory that this one hundred percent was not done. In, yeah, it's yeah. probably yeah, or like nineteen ninety. So a dot matrix and yeah, no oh, dot matrix. That dot matrix. So uh, Ch- Chucky gets told that uh, uh, there is a a, a <laughs> and they call it tired. <laughs> they call him a mind hunter. Right. So, and Mindhunter is the right term because there's, yeah. a, there's a Netflix sh- show about FBI profile that's right. called Mindhunter. Mind yeah, yeah. I just laughed that they called him a Mindhunter. And then, yeah, once you get a look at this guy, he ain't no fucking Mindhunter. <laughs> <laughs> so we get introduced to Gary Daniels. He's he, not an expert profiler. He's, he's out with his daughter and he has a little scrap with some bikers, which sucks. We won't even go into that. Yeah. And then he goes home. 
well, not home. He dropped his daughter off to his. That was his wife. house. That was his. That was his house, and his ex-wife just showed up there to meet them. Okay, and he's dropping the daughter off, and he's late. Do you know who the Do you know who the uh, wife I, is? I know I've seen her in other stuff, but I can't place her. It killed me. I couldn't work out who she was, and I had to look her up. And it's kind of obscure. She's Joey's sister in Dawson's Creek. Yes, <laughs> that's where I've seen her. Yeah. Yes. I don't want to wait. Yep. She's, Thank you. Uh, yeah. And I knew it wasn't anything. I knew it wasn't anything big. I was like, it has to be something it's either. Big. Dawson's Creek was huge. I mean, her like she. Was oh no, she had the, a small part. Yeah, 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 yeah. She was in like eighty-eight episodes, though. Yeah. Yeah, that's a lot of episodes. Yeah, so she was Katie Holmes's sister. Yeah, her uh, older sister in Dawson's Creek. Um. So we, oh yeah, he drops off his kid, and then Chuck rolls up on him and drops off the file, um, about this killer. And uh, that's when Gary Daniels has his mental breakdown. Uh, he is reading through the file, and he's seeing he's tortured. He's, he's seeing flashbacks. Oh, because by the way, he was tortured by someone on a on a right. on, on a case which forced him to retire from. Right, the he just it fucked him up, and he just didn't want to to be involved in in yeah. in in that type of thing anymore for his own peace of mind. So he has a. Not again. Yes, he has a huge <laughs> mental breakdown. It's so funny, that scene. It's uh, so ridiculous. Um, acting. Not this man's strong suit. Then, I mean, I'm just going to scene to scene here. Um, then we get... So, so the killer turns Phantom. up at a dojo. And at the dojo, there is a teacher. A, 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 I won't say sensei, because I don't think it's karate. But there is a teacher. And he is uh, kneeling and meditating, or whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. The killer walks in and sets up a laptop that's attached to a. Oh old... yeah, so this guy is also like some sort of like computer hacker, or computer whiz. yeah genius. So yeah, he's sending these messages to uh, to the police department, and then apparently yeah, he set up this business to I guess live stream his. But, but that's not how it works. He attaches a video camera which needs a cassette in it to record. He attaches that to a laptop and then presses a button on an old cell phone to start streaming. Yeah. Like, None of this work. You can't connect any of those pieces of equipment. So the cell phone, work. I assumed, was to help with some sort of dial-up. How the video recorder... Yeah, that bit hey, I... He was streaming... A very clear picture for a dialogue. It was streaming very clear. Exists then, right? Well, you know, he's a computer. No, because he had to. He wasn't even hooked up through a LAN. Remember LAN, that yellow cable? Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's what that cell phone is for. They didn't have Use, wireless back then. In he's a computer with. Computer with. Okay. He's using the cell phone to create the to create the dial up connection. That's right. To create the dial up connection to 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 live broadcast his fight. So and then he checked his pager. That's right. There's that's pages right. in this, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he Darren Shalavi, the killer, turns up, Phantom. and he obviously. Oh, so long story short, we basically get the best fight of the of the one of the one hundred percent. This was the only fight that I enjoyed, and the obvious reason why it's the best fight in the film is because the killer puts on a kendo outfit, obviously to mask his stunt double. It's obvious that Darren Shalavi can't do the moves as well as whoever's doubling for him. So for some reason, he puts on a kendo outfit. Didn't make that connection. Yep, absolutely. Neither did I. And then the other guy 
has the fakest mustache you've ever seen. <laughs> and obviously you can just whack that on a stunt double and it just looks like a guy with a massive mustache. So we get two doubles fighting and it's the best fight scene in the film. Absolutely. You know what I really actually appreciated? Mm-hmm. It might be small, but the sparks that are coming off the swords. It's so fucking cool. I mm-hmm. was into it. It's so cool. Yeah. Yeah. The, I was like, these guys are capable of doing that and like post or whatever. Yeah. The only. Post. No. No. Mm-mm. Well, I... nope. Sorry, post. I can tell you. They got fancy swords. Yep, I can tell you. In I believe it's the film Tiger Cage Two, starring Donnie Yen. Um, they have electric wires lined up their body, down their hands, and attached to the sword. And there's literally an al- a live electric cu- uh, current going through the blades. So when they hit, they hit, uh, emit. So sparks. that's why it looks so good. Yes. It's actually happening. Yep, uh... actually happening. Yep, wasn't in post. Um, I think so. Uh, like uh, Tiger Cage Two was in, I think, like ninety two, maybe years before this one. Um, so I, I think they were doing that same thing, and it looks great. So we get a sword fight, a very, very, I would say, a very decent sword fight, especially for a, an American martial arts film. Very good. Get some decent moves. Um, eventually, Darren Shalavi's or the killer's mask comes off, and we get to see him bust out some moves as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, never as good as his stunt double, but hey, yeah. it happens. Um, and he kills the teacher. Uses his finger guns. Uh, finger guns? Oh, finger guns. Sorry. His two, yeah, his two fingers, his two metal, metal fingers, yep. and uh, stabs a uh, Japanese guy in the chest. And spoiler alert, of course, the teacher is Gary Daniels' his teacher. Right. Yes. But can I can I talk about like the just the sound effects? Like the the sound effects from the fights? Yeah. Don't like them. No? Yeah. The sounds of like the grunting and all I it I didn't like it. It was sounded very I mean, obviously it was done in like post and it was just or didn't like it. Okay. And the music was the music awesome. was just The music was eighties. <laughs> Yeah. The music was 80s. Yeah, it wasn't good. They just typed in 80 synth in Napster and just right. downloaded it. It was all first. everything about this thing. Maybe 80s. it was made in the 80s, but came out later? <laughs> no, it's not the uh, 90s film. It's a 90s film, I'm telling you. I don't they think are t- so. Emails and yes. I don't think so. Um, the, the, the killer, 93, maybe. The killer absolutely fucks up the teacher. He does a standing moonsault stomp on the guy. Yeah. Like, somersaults onto his chest. Yeah. Like, smashes his head against a million things. Yeah. Fucks him up. Fucks absolutely. Up. Um, and it's it's actually kind of cool. Like, and like then, it. so he kills him. Oh, so this is streaming and uh, Black Magic, you know, he... he he's watching this stream and realizes that, oh, this is real. You're about to say what I want to say. Go on. Oh, he's like, oh, this is real. Let me go, you know, and, you know, let me go. Uh, I know who this guy is. And he leaves the precinct and drives off and, you know, to try to get there oh, to catch you, the bad guy. The bit I want to talk about. Which one? So he's watching this live with another cop. Oh, the cop in the wheelchair. She's in a wheelchair? Yeah, she was in a wheelchair. Okay. Oh, that's oh, that's not what you're bringing up. Okay. Well, I'm bringing her up. I, didn't, I just didn't realize she was in a wheelchair. Um, she's watching this live streamed fight scene and she calls Chuck in and goes hey it's like the kung fu movies we love and he, oh, right. he sits down and he goes wait this is live I know this dojo and then let's say the address is like 123 Helen Street he goes quick 
get me back up at 123 Helen Street. The female police officer picks up a phone, taps the hang-up button three times, and then just goes, 123 Helen Street. That's, who's she talking to? Why is she just yelling an address? Who too? Who on the other end is going to go, okay, I know exactly what you want me to do since hey, you yelled an address to, at me? To, to dispatch. Yeah. She's like, send pizzas too. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it could be anything. She fucking could have called, yeah, anyone. I actually thought also, uh, yeah. she was a pretty good actress for her small, she, tiny little role. Yeah, she okay. did well. Yeah. She but was. to your point, yeah, she could have also said, hey, there's a there's a crime being committed. There's a murder happening. Yes, that's what I mean. Yeah, that's what I mean. There was no urgency. No, there's there's nothing. It. Just the address. Got it. Okay. Um. So, uh, Chuck and Gary end up searching. Basically, the dojo gets blown up. By the way, right. Okay. Which also, why? Why does he get blown up? He just overkills it. He overkills everything in that scene. I don't know why. I don't know why. But then also, like, so after the the dojo was blown up. And then Chuck and Gary, you know, they go back. Oh, yeah. So at this point, Chuck Gary. And Ken, actually. His name's Ken. Oh, right. Ken uh, O'Hara. Oh, yeah. At one point, I referred to him as Kendall. Um, anyway, um, uh, Ken uh, agrees to, you know, help the police. So they go to this blown out dojo. But I was just like, that explosion, that building was like leveled. And when they go back, it was so ridiculous. So much of it is like are intact. And there's no continuity in that regard. And anyway, so... Then and we meet the best character in the entire film. <sighs> masterpiece. Just, she is, she is like... Could not... Helen Mirren level acting. Could Meryl Streep. Not stand her. We meet the, uh, the sensei or the teacher's daughter. Kelly? Kelly. Kelly. And... Uh, <sighs> I'm going to ask the question if, you, if none of you are. Why does he have a white? Why does he have an adoptive white daughter? Well, that could be that's nothing wrong with that. You can adopt white people. It's fine. <laughs> it's not. It's not a crime. Why couldn't he just be his like? Why couldn't he just have a Japanese like daughter? Why like? Oh, no, no. Oh. I'm gonna ask. How old is she meant to be in this film? Oh yeah, like. Good question. Well, she did drink at the bar. She drank at the bar. She drives. Twenty one. I, yeah, 21 at the, the youngest. Why does she go, Uncle Ken, like she's 15 years old? Oh, yeah. That's why. That was one of the reasons why. Uh, she says Uncle Ken 800 times. Her, and if this is just, if that was just her natural, the way she talks, then I'm sorry. But it's grating. Oh, Uncle Ken. She's the, well, you do it much better than I do. She's She's super fucking annoying. But... There is a line that said, I have to say, I, I wrote down a few lines in this film, and I appreciated this one because it's wild how fucking, how none of this makes sense. So uh, Ken and um, Ken and Chuck are talking to uh, Kelly at the, at the dojo, and um, Ken says about the explosion, and I quote, the explosion was primitive, some gasoline, and, and a, a stick, stick of, of dynamite. dynamite. <laughs> <laughs> right? A stick of dynamite. A, a when you have a, di- a stick of dynamite, you don't need gasoline. B, what is primitive about that? There's nothing. Primitive. I guess it's not like complicated, like the like the bomb at the end where it was like on a timer and some other that was shit. Dynamite. I know it was dynamite, but there was no like timer attached to it. But yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, the whole gasoline <laughs> and the stick, stick of, dynamite. of dynamite. Yeah, that's like Wild West. Does dynamite even exist? Even exist? Does it still exist? Is it is it nitroglycerin? Is it, is it yeah. used? 
It's, gasoline's used for uh, gasoline. Uh, dynamite's used for like mining these days, isn't it? Like certain. Oh, certain I feel mining. like there'd be there. There's. I thought there was something else, like some sort of upgrade. No terrorists are using. Yeah, I dynamite. feel like dynamite ha- is like something in like the 1800s that got used. Um, uh, Ken goes. Are you okay? Do you need me to, to Kelly? Do you need me to take you somewhere? She goes, no, I have my own ride, and then gets into a taxi. Yeah. <laughs> that was weird. That's not your own ride. That's yeah. not how that works. You just got a taxi. And why was that taxi waiting for her? What was she doing there? I don't know. Yeah, and then she had her own car later. She does. She does drive around. Well, we're going to get to that in a minute. Yeah. Wild. Um, another issue I saw. So they go and visit a hacker. Yeah, that gross guy. <laughs> I'm sorry, but in the 90s, in 90s films, hacking is so fucking funny. <laughs> um, this hacker has... Hackers are all about porn he in lo- these films. He loves his porn. I don't know what he's doing. I don't, I don't know, what, know what he's doing. I, I, I don't know what that porno is. Is he... Is he is that live? Is, is it live or is he... Or is he... Or has he created some sort of interactive type thing where she... It looks realistic, but it's a program that he's created that, so he can tell her what to do? I wondered that. Or I wonder what it was like. Because she waits for it. I, I don't know. Yeah. I, know. I was confused by it, too. Because around 97, you didn't have, like, live chat. Ooh. Right? I don't know. You didn't have, like, shit where you could go, like, with, with cam girls, for example. You had, no, you, no. You have cam girls in 97. No. I don't know. Um, anyway, he maybe has Maybe that was girl. the darker, maybe that was the seedier side of the internet that we didn't know about because we were too young. Maybe. He's I also was, a tech whiz. He's a tech whiz. Mm-hmm. I, I wasn't a hacker back then, so I don't know. No. Um, he has three computer screens. One just looks like he has Craigslist up. <laughs> One, he has a woman that uh, is taking her bra off. And by the way, no nudity in this film, even though they get so close to showing nudity, mm-hmm. they never show it. And uh, one, he's typing up some... Uh, he's hacking. He's doing some hacking stuff. Um, he pisses in a thermos. Yep. Um, which is great. Uh, they they come in and they 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 question him about what's what's going on and how to track this, uh, track this killer. Track the phantom. And the... The process of tracking him is fucking hilarious. <laughs> it's just a picture of the globe with like arrows pointing around and then just random places popping on the screen like New Delhi, Korea. So like basically so there was so at the time where they're at the hacker or at the at the hackers, the Phantom uh is in the actually in the process of sending a new like message to the police. So they're like, track this message and, you know, to find out like where he's, where he is, where he's sending that message. So yeah. And it's, it's a screen, it's a computer screen with a globe with arrows pointing around it. And he's like, I get, you know, there's a really funny bit where, um, Ken asks the killer and goes, Hey, how do I know it's you that you're the real killer? And somehow the killer sends Ken crime scene photos of right. the people he's killed. How would he have those photos? Oh, unless he hacked. Unless he's hacked the police database. Or unless they're just his own photos that he took. They're not. They, they showed them. They're, they're the ones oh, from they're, earlier. Oh, they're right, they're, right, they're right, the right, actual right. crime scene right, photos. Right, right. Um, but, but yeah, and like so... <laughs> but, but in the end, like, uh, the hacker like comes up with an address and um, he tells... like they. Um, 
uh, Ken tells the hacker to like print out everything, but I was just like, "What's he printing? Oh, is he just printing like a transcript the of the question. conversation?" Or, the or problem is the conversation is about four back and forth messages. Yeah, he prints off like twelve pages. Right. I was like, "What's he? Yeah, what's he I, printing? I don't know. Is he printing like?" Maybe Paul. Because it, it <laughs> who knows? Because it also made it sound like there was additional information that. Did you ever print porn? How do you print no. porn? Okay, so you did. Okay. How do you do that? No, like JPEGs of porn when you're young. Oh. Like you go online, like type in boobs. Do you ever just? Did you oh. ever print a picture? Of course not. But if I did, they'd always pin out like very grainy and always on like two pieces of paper. Okay. All right. Yeah, I'm glad we're of the same mind. I had a friend who will remain nameless. Um, I I kid you not, he um. He, how can I say this pleasantly? He would go online and he would search for naked ladies, um, uh, Playboy models, celebrities, whatever. This We were very young. Keep in mind, we were about 13 when he did this. And he would search for naked ladies and he would find large JPEGs of these ladies. He would download them and then he would cut out their vaginas Right, so we just had a picture of their vagina. That's okay. it. Then, no, not cut out, not in a gross way. I, not in I a, was going. No, 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 no. He would, you know, cut and paste. He would take their their vaginas, and he would put every single one of their vaginas into a single collage image in MS Paint. So he had a massive JPEG that was about three hundred vaginas. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what he liked. That was his thing. That he just had none, none of the faces, nothing. Just, uh, just a smorgasbord of flaps. <laughs> and um, yeah, yeah. So, and he just loved it. That's what he did. Like his his main thing when it came to porn was he download him, cut out the vaginas, put them into his uh, his collage. So when does he get out of prison? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that man. That man now has a very very good job and a family. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but uh, yeah, that was his thing. I remember going over to his house and he was just like, hey, look what I've made. And very proud of it. Oh, super proud. Super proud. Keep in mind, you're 13 though. I mean, I was weird, but damn. <laughs> yeah, no, tell me who that was later. Um, I will tell you who that was later, yes. Okay, uh, so uh, we get to this apartment building. And by the way, they say that the apartment building is like a couple of blocks. They run about 28 blocks. Yeah. I don't understand blocks. Still. To this day, I don't understand blocks. Oh, a block is like you go and then when you cross the street. <laughs> but sometimes it confuses me. <laughs> you know what I mean, though, right? Yeah, but I, like if someone said, like, how many blocks are in your street, I couldn't tell you. And also, blocks aren't a standard measurement. No. They could, yeah, exactly. They could, yeah, it could, yeah, it could, it could vary. Like, yeah. uh, the block that we live on is quite long, I would say. Well, we don't live on a block really kind of, yeah live on a, in a, an apartment but like i mean dc would be a better example yeah i don't get blocks <laughs> uh, yes they go to this uh house there's a minor scuffle um and then they find oh, i don't even want to talk about this film anymore i hate this movie i don't even want yeah, to yeah it. it's no good all right let's find Wait, let's, let's get let's get to the the next great bit which see how is, quiet i am which can is, we, yeah yeah, no, yeah. Can, okay can, can we uh, there's all right can i just go through some of my um my my notes I've I've still got a lot to go through, but I think we ought to. Oh my god, I've got so many notes. Uh, we ought to talk about the strip club. 
Oh, All right. Man. I please. So I guess so. So me. Kelly. So Kelly. They realize that Kelly is following them. Yes. So in an effort to like try to lose her, they think that yes. they think that she. They go into a strip club thinking that she won't follow them inside. Is that I, what they're thinking? That was my assumption. That, that was that, my assumption. That was okay. my assumption. But which, by the way, is the dumbest assumption. Yeah. In the world, if someone's following you and you go into a strip club, that person's just going to go. I'm just going to go into the strip club. Which is what she does. Who's going to go, oh, I can't possibly go in there. I guess thinking because she's a girl or maybe a young girl. Just love stri- I don't love strip I don't know. Anyway, but she follows them in. They're just like, God damn it, fuck this. And they go to leave and then some pervs or whatever, you know, try to uh, uh, talk to her. Kelly has a and fight. harass her. And Kelly has a, a terrible fight. Yeah, it's not great, is it? No. Yeah, that's. It's, it's, I thought that was the funniest bit when they're just like, "Let's hide in this strip club." Yeah. It, it was so fucking. Dumb. And then very what? busy strip club. A very busy strip, and I. It's like I, I feel have, like it's like one o'clock in the afternoon. I have it. I have it. <laughs> My note says it's the busiest it is, midday strip. It club. is booming, booming, <laughs> booming. The absolutely just midday dudes are spending their lunch breaks there. Yeah. Uh, uh, after that, uh, Phantom goes after Kelly in her apartment, and so we talk uh, about the clue, the black magic, and oh, the leaves though. Oh, that was so stupid. It's the funniest clue ever. What was it again? Like I, Jean I, I and wrote something. my version. Okay, Are you ready? Yeah. So the clue is: say hello to uh, say hello to Foreman, Clooney, and Curious for me. I thought there was a Gene in there, was it not? Yeah, but I'm saying my Jim. version. Oh, your version. I'm not using Gene. Who am I using? Uh, George. Say there you go. George Foreman, George Clooney, and Curious George. Right. That was my. That's how shit the the clue is. Yeah. It's so fucking random and stupid, but it ends up being Kelly because it's Gene yeah. Kelly, Kelly's heroes, and fucking something he's like else. Jim Carrey. Yeah. 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 Um. So, so they've so. Ken and Black Magic fight Phantom in, in Kelly's apartment, and then that's when uh, Ken learns about Phantom's um, metal fingers. And after that, this is the part where it made me laugh. So after you know uh, Phantom escapes, and so they're reviewing all the evidence again, trying to figure out who. Wait, are we skipping over the apartment fight? Oh, well, I did, but okay. The apartment fight is pretty dope. It's fine. There's a lot going on in that apartment. There's fight. a lot going on. There's there. a lot going on. How long do you think that fight took to uh, film? Uh, I don't care. <laughs> Good stuff. Let's keep moving on. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's wonderful. There was one part that I thought was actually kind of good. Uh, he's pushing like the snack. Yeah. Machine. Oh yeah, that was he jumps good. Jumps over it. He stands on the door handle. Yeah. And jumps over. Oh no, that was fine. But when he blasted Chuck through the wall, I was like, "That's pretty good." Yeah. He did his own stunt as well. He went through. Oh, that did wall. he? Yeah. You see, okay. him, he gets up. Oh yeah, that's right. He does. Anyway, even though you're not fucking interested, some of the people who listen might be interested. That film, that fight scene, the apartment one, took ten days to shoot. Oh boy. Which is mental. Yeah. Don't say oh boy now, like you're interested. Well, because I don't know. I I, I couldn't guess. Uh. I don't like that she left the kettle on while she had a shower as well. I just want to put that out. <laughs> can I tell? Uh, can I? Can I talk about my or what I thought was hysterical? Um. Yeah. Go ahead. So after that, and like I said, um. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, I laughed at a bit. That's coming up. Um. Maybe it's the same thing. So after that fight, and Ken realizes that Phantom has the metal fingers, and so they're trying to figure out who Phantom is, and they're reviewing all the evidence and looking at, um, the pictures, the autopsy photos. And Ken starts fingering the photos. He sure does. As like, as like, 
He has metal fingers. He has metal fingers. Are these stab wounds in their chest from he fingers? And he starts fingering. He's the, just rubbing his He's just rubbing and fingering the photos. And I had to laugh. I had to make a note. Ken is fingering holes. They also <laughs> took something from the apartment where he stabbed the wall. Yes, the and piece of pipe. he's actually fingering. Yes. Yep, fingering he's fingering that. Yeah. And then we uh, get to the I know it was Kenneth's fingering holes. Mental piece of police work I've ever seen. They're in this office and they're trying to work out who he is. And Kelly has sat down and she is reading the phone book. Oh, yeah. Literally reading the phone book until she gets to the word champ. Where they're just like, oh yeah, he, oh yeah, he left some. Uh, one of the victims tried to like write like a clue in blood, and but uh, some of the mess he didn't finish it, and it was just what like C H A was that yeah. it, and so so they go, well, it's not champagne, no, but it's champ, which is very close to champagne. Yeah, so they were just trying to. She literally reads the phone book. Yeah. She's like, uh, Chicago, chef, uh, chitlins. Yeah, so she goes through the dictionary. <laughs> she like goes the through the phone book of um, last names, starting with C-H-A. Yeah. Um, also, they, he says, he, he mentions the people that have been killed. And Ken says, I, I, I can't remember the context, but they're talking about the guys. And Ken goes, some of these guys are staring at steel. The metal walls of the morgue. Is that what the fuck? Oh, is yeah. That's like a poem. What the fuck are you talking yeah. about? And then also, when they're going to go and find um, the killer, uh, Ken goes, We're walking into the valley of the shadow of death. Right? He's poetic. Yeah, this guy. Yeah, this guy. Ugh. Also, I will say something about this film, by the way. Um, I, I'm i all for kung fu films padding people up, right? And, and obviously, some people are going to take hard hits and they've got to be padded. The padding in this film is the most blatant padding I've ever seen. They might as well put them in fat suits. It's so fucking obvious. You probably didn't notice, did you? You know, now that you say that... Oh, my God. I, I, I see it now. It's cra- in the last fight, it's crazy. Now that you say it, I see it. And, crazy. And maybe that was also a, a part of why I didn't like the look of this movie. <laughs> And why? And maybe that's why I equated it to the '80s so much, just because it was so uh, poofy, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. Like that look in the eight of like poofy or like shoulder patty, and yeah. You can tell I gave up at the end because one of my last notes it just says this film's psychopathic. That's that's all I put. So uh, the ending you don't really need to know about. It's a final fight scene. Chuck and Ken go and fight the killer. The killer has s- kidnapped uh, Ken's wife and daughter. And daughter, there is a Batman, 1960s Batman-like thing where he's tied them up to a, a, a pole and there's a, a bomb that's counting down. Yeah. And they have to kill the killer before the bomb goes off. Uh, you think Chuck dies? Spoiler alert, he doesn't, which sucks. And, yep. And then... I would agree. The, uh, the, the, the fight... Uh, sorry, the, the fight scene happens... Um, uh, the killer goes off the side of the building and gets killed, and then the 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 timer on the bomb. Ken, yeah, Ken is is through the whole process of this fight. Ken is is injured, and you know he kills Phantom, and he's trying to make it to his wife and daughter. And there's fifteen this bomb seconds off. left on the clock. I kid you not, the longest fifteen seconds. Fifteen ever. seconds lasts probably about six minutes, and then the bomb goes off. That's it. Yeah, he realizes he can't make it in time, so, so he just runs to just be with that, or just, you know, whatever. To die with his family. To die with his family. 
And uh, the bomb goes off and it rains confetti. Yeah. And what do you remember what the message says? I don't kill innocents. Ha ha ha. I don't kill innocents. I'm not a child killer or some whatever. And then that's it. That's the end of the film. And I was just like, what the fuck? Oh, it was like a Shaw Brothers ending too. Yes. It just ends straight away. I was 100% like, what the fuck? Yeah, the ending in this film's fucking crazy. I would have loved if Gary Daniels just died at the end of this family. That would have been the wildest ending. <laughs> if Chuck survives, everyone else just gets Or he just up. makes it in time. But what they did, don't no, like just it. just kill him. Yeah, yeah. I, One or the other, but I not that. I also like that he saves his marriage in two hours. Oh, yeah. Early on, it's so fucking funny because she complains about him being a police officer and how police work is the worst thing ever and it takes him away from her. Yep. He literally just goes, oh, I'm sorry. And she goes, oh, all right, like, that's no problem. Fine. Don't worry about it. Yeah, then yeah. he gets a page and he goes, I've got to go. And she's like, oh, it's just part of your job. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, this, film, this film's shite. It's not a good film. It uh, is. Those of you that like it and can get pleasure out of it, good for you. Um, if you just like the fight scenes, good for you. If you like everything else, I don't see it, but... I get how at the beginning the magic and Chuck being all denim and the craziness is like, oh, okay, this is kind of good, but it just doesn't maintain oh. it. It doesn't maintain the silliness enough. And uh, yeah. no, I don't think it's going to be like Samurai Cop. None of us have seen Samurai Cop, but apparently Samurai Cop is. It's not like Miami Connection. But see, for me, I yeah, I would. I, okay, Cyrus, what's your opinion? If the magic had continued throughout the whole film, that would have made it better or worse. Interesting. I would have hated it, and I was happy that that it, shit stopped. I would have loved it. In fact, I would have loved it if in the final fight, he actually manages to beat him because With he does a, a magic, magic trick. trick. I would have loved it. I would have loved it. Like he pulls the fucking handkerchiefs out and chokes him. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love that shit. Uh, anyway, this film is not good. And uh, for those of you that watched it for this episode, I'm sorry. God bless you. Yeah. God bless America. Can I? Uh, what's a? What's like the worst bad film you think you've ever seen? Like the or best. or I'm sorry, not the worst bad film, but like the the best like bad like crazy like crazy silly just blatantly bad but enjoyable. Like a, I like a how did this get made? The room. I've never seen the room. Good lord. Hi, Mark. <laughs> it's insane. Yeah, I'd love to. I I didn't do it. Want to play football? I did not hurt her. I, I did not do it. Or whatever. I'd love to watch the room. Um, I think the obvious the obvious one is you're going to say the same one as me. Go on. Oh, is it the howling too? Yeah, obviously. Yeah, but we that's not really fair because we watched it in a room filled with people, a, a crowd of people that were. I like, wonder if we would have hated it if we were just sitting at home. I loved it. I think Miami Connection is one of them. That's wild. Was it The Howling 2? My sister's a werewolf yeah. or something like that? Yeah, Howling 2 is fucking great. Um, stupid. I'm trying to think of another one. There is another one that's like... Oh, I haven't seen it, but apparently Birdemic is pretty bad as well. I've only seen parts of it, and that looks fucking crazy. Um, Have you seen The Birds? Yeah. That movie is scary as fuck. Yeah, Birds is good. Mm-hmm. We watched it recently. It's very good. I watched it when I was a kid. I watched it for the first time about six months ago. Yeah. And I really liked it. And then mm-hmm. I left my friend's house, and there are birds on all <laughs> wires. <laughs> I want to fuck with them. Yeah, it's very good. Yeah. I like the birds. I want to watch more Hitchcock. I watched A Rear Window recently. That's a fucking good film. Yeah, it is. Psycho's great as well. I bought a bunch of his other ones on like 4K, like North by Northwest and other stuff. And I, uh, I want to watch those as well. Yeah. Yeah. Do you want to get into the listener questions? Yes. We got a lot of them. But we got time. We got through. We got through Blood Moon. Um, <laughs> Cyrus is shaking his head. <laughs> whenever whenever uh, Devon has a period going forward, I'm going to say that she's on her Blood Moon. 
That's good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is that okay, Dave? Sure. Thanks. Uh, Amok Pal says, love the new episode. My question of the week is, what's your routine for going through a breakup? Bit of a, bit of a heavy what? hitter. <laughs> bit of a heavy hitter to start oh off with. What's your routine for going Never, through a breakup? I don't have one. Never experienced one. Never been through a breakup. No. That's how pompous this woman is. I'm not she pompous. She just turns around, walks away, doesn't even consider it a breakup. She's just gone in the wind, yeah. in the dust. Eat my dust, she says, and then just leaves them crying and she doesn't think twice about them yeah. she just moves on she goes home pours herself a double of jack <laughs> and then just fucking starts the next day just that person is gone from her mind i wish it was like that mine was just much sadder you said you haven't experienced one no big because didn't really have any like oh, i wasn't in it. any like, relationship much sadder yeah okay. The, the truth is much sadder. Well, you better be ready for when I break up with you. <laughs> It'll be the worst time of your life. Okay. That's what husbands and wives do. Yeah. Yeah. We break up. <laughs> That's why we break up. <laughs> uh, what about you, Cyrus? You ever broken up with any of your many bitches? Yeah. Yeah. How how did you do? You ha- did you have any rough ones, or were they all pretty amicable? I had one where she just kind of made me so uncomfortable. I just stopped talking to her. <laughs> like a child. I was vi- I was a little scared, a little child. How old were you? Don't worry about it. <laughs> so you weren't a child. I was in high school. Okay. Okay, that's fine. High school is fine. Bad. So like a couple days went by. She's like, uh, what's going on? And I was like fucking freaking out. I remember, I can remember why, when I had this conversation. It was by myself in my basement on the phone. And I had to lay it down as best as I could. And I was like freaking out. Yeah. And that was that. So you haven't had any like, what's your wait? What was the question again? What's it, like? What's uh, your breakup you, routine? Almost routine. like how do you deal with oh, okay. it? What What do you do when you when you? Well, it gets. I suppose lot. it depends on the reason. Who's breaking up with who? True. Very true. It gets a lot easier the older you are. For two. For two I agree. reasons. I agree. You've done it. Yep. You're more mature. Yep. And you know what what will work, could work and what would definitely not work. Yeah. Yeah. So there was another one when I was older, and holy smokes, nothing was more clear than my entire life. Okay, that's good. It was just night and day. Um, we went out to eat one time, and I was there, happy, ready to talk with my girlfriend, who yeah. I like very much, and she just had nothing, didn't want anything to do with me. She oh. just like wanted someone to fill the seat. Aww. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is it. I can't do this for the rest of my life. Are you kidding me? Yeah. When I go out to eat with my girlfriend, I don't want to talk to her. Right, right. So I just just sat down and I said, yada, yada, yada. She cried a little bit. And then you were like, later, potato. And I said, I got honey coming at five. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. No. I just heard a weird noise come from that direction. Don't do that. It'll fuck with him. <laughs> no, like, where's your... Out. Yeah, so... You're like, is your HVAC in that closet or something? It sounded like a growl or a grumble. <laughs> Christ! And, and maybe, maybe it was coming from outside in the maybe like yeah, in the hallway. Door jiggles and the hallway noises. Okay. But it I was a, it was a any... sound that I've never heard in here before. Thanks for like, thanks I'm for sorry. letting me know. <laughs> sorry. Jesus, growl. Bizarre. You've got fucking Zool in your cupboard. <laughs> That's exactly oh. what I was thinking. Um, I I went through through a breakup when I was younger. Um, I think I was about um sixteen when I went through a breakup. Um, my uh obviously 
everyone knows that I, oh, why am I saying this? Obviously, I live in America, but uh, many, many, many years ago, um, before I met Devon, I had an American girlfriend. Uh, she lived over here in Virginia. I lived at home in sunny Wales, and uh, he and I, he and I, <laughs> <laughs> she and I met online. And we would we would chat it up and do all this and blah blah blah. And then uh, she flew over to my country, uh, my hometown, and we uh, she stayed at my place, my mum's place, not my place. And um, you know we did what teenagers do. And just I'm gonna add this. I, I'm just I'm just gonna add this for flavor. Um, we she we did not have sex. Um, Can I? I'm sorry. How old are you? How old are you guys? 16. And her parents agreed to have her come out to fly to another fucking country. Mental. Um, absolutely mental. Um, it is mental. She, she flew over. She, I, at the age of 16, you can imagine, when it came to sex, God, I was, no, no, I, I mean, I was gung-ho. I was very, like, ready to have sex. And very, like, I would like to have sex. She, on the other hand, was I don't want to have sex. I want to save it. I want to not give, not do it. Don't want to do it. So we did not have sex. To make matters worse, I flew over to Virginia. My mum let me, a 16-year-old boy, <laughs> fly over to Virginia. We stayed in a motel. What? <laughs> what is happening? We stayed in a motel. I didn't remember. I've heard this story, but that part I did not hear. Stayed in a motel for about... You even... Rent a hotel room at 16? Her parents rented it for us. Oh, my God. What is wrong with this girl's parents? (laughs) Now that I say it, uh, this actually sounds terrible. What is Um, wrong with her parents? So we were in a motel for two weeks together. What? Yeah. (laughs) So before the honeys. Yeah. And once again, she did not want to make sweet love to your boy. Your boy wanted to, but she wasn't down. Which is fine. I respected her wishes. Did she drive? Did she have her own car? She did. Yes. Uh, I respected her wishes. Wasn't happy about it, but I respected her wishes. It's fine. We don't have to do that now. We can do it later once we're married. <laughs> so, um, I went. I, I flew home. She stayed in Virginia. We, we carried on talking. And um, there was talk of marriage. Yes, we were 16. And there was talk about me flying over here, and then we'd uh, her parents would agree for us to get married and give this this weird blessing where sixteen year olds could get married just so I can get a green what card wrong and I can people? I can stay stay in this country. I'm actually frightened by the story. Look, don't make a mockery of my romance. And um, well, there was very very there was a lot of talk about this, and then she messaged me out of the blue one day, and she goes, "Oh, something to tell you." I said, "Oh yeah." She goes, "Yeah." She goes. I had sex with someone. (laughs) And keep in mind, right, a 16-year-old boy alone with a girl in a motel, all I wanted to do, all I wanted was sex. I I just wanted to happen. And then literally weeks after I return home, after her going, no, I'll never do it. We're going to do it later. She turns around. She says she had sex with a a boy, Um, a guy who's uh, who met her online. He was a furry. Um, he had a persona that was a wolf. And his name online was Wolf Boy. And uh, she made sweet love to him. 
Did her parents get her a hotel for her? I don't know the details, but I can tell you. Did they rent a cabin for her in the woods? Mayhaps. I can tell you, though. Strapped like Little Red Riding Hood. After that. There was a wolf. I, I was absolutely broken. Absolutely broken. But I'll tell you this. Partly it was because I was... I planned a lot. I wanted to come. I want. I literally wanted to come here and be with her. And she broke my fucking heart. But there was a little part of me, just a little part of me, that was just like, I should have had sex, not him. <laughs> I, there was a little part of me that I was annoyed that he got it instead of me. Oh yeah, that's nice. But I was broken, and I can tell you, you want to talk about a breakup routine? I wrote a lot of poetry. <laughs> I wrote a lot of poetry about my angel turning my soul to dust. Things like that. And I was very, very sad. And I listened to a lot of Radiohead to get through it. I was very depressed. Very, very sad. And it took my friends to drag me out of my house. And I'll be honest, this isn't that cool. But it was cool back then. A lot of drinking. I drank an awful lot of alcohol. Um, And yeah, I just, I, I didn't do well. I had to be around friends. I had to be like, I had to drink a lot, get it out of my head. And just have people remind me, like, oh, fuck her, fuck her, she's a piece of shit. And uh, I, I, I did much better. Uh, that was one of my biggest breakups, um, apart from another one I had later on, which we're not going to talk about. Uh, but Can I just say that out of that whole story, what I find most horrifying were this, was this girl's parents. Uh, they were an interesting bunch. Um, won't go into that. <laughs> Uh, Imagine paying for your daughter, sixteen-year-old daughter's hotel room, so she can for bang two someone. Two weeks, two weeks. Yeah, my mother wouldn't have let me left the state, let I'm alone the to go to a movie <laughs> with my friends, <laughs> right? And meet girls there. We had to right? hide them, but I was cool. I was, I was a cool dude. I was chill. Yeah, and she's—they're fucking lucky that you were. But the fact Good that point. she f- flew by—I'm—I'm I'm assuming that they didn't come with her when she came to Wales. It was just her. Yeah. No, <laughs> let alone, and then for you to come here and to pay for a hotel for the both of you to stay in on your own. This has gone from my breakup story to lunatic, entirely different. Makes me very uncomfortable. Track no, those people down. When it comes, when it comes to very breakups, uncomfortable. So you just do what you need to do. What I what I say is, if you're going through a breakup, surround yourself by good with good people, friends and family that really like, just like really respect you and love you, and like. They make you feel better. Just surround yourself with good people and hang out, laugh, love, live, have a good old time. Like, don't coop yourself up playing video games and crying. Don't fucking listen to Radiohead like I did. Just go out and actually live the other part of your life. The other part, the part of your life that wasn't tied up in love and romance and shit like that. Go and live the other part when it's friends, family, fun. I mean, stop being a little bitch. <laughs> uh, but yes, there you go. Okay, quickly, another question. Rodney underscore RR Den. Keep that in your mind. If you if you want, uh, easily, in my opinion, the best Kung Fu Cinema Instagram out there. Uh, oh, sorry, second to mine, of course. I'm the best. But if you want, if you want the second best. <laughs> no, Rodney's is incredible. Rodney has been collecting Kung Fu Cinema for more years than I have, and he posts the rarest shit you've ever seen. Stuff that I've never seen before. Um, His account's just amazing. Anyway, he says, question for Sean, for the pod. Do you ever have a time where you can't watch any kung fu for a bit? He says, I do, and my friends call it shapes rot. 
We have. All, we have all. I like that name. Yeah, me too. We have all had it uh, at some time. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I I kind of call it kung fu fatigue, where you just you just have to give up on kung fu. You just you you're either just I don't know, just burnt out on it. I guess there's definitely been times in my life. I for for a, um, a long time, and this happened probably about three years ago. Uh, I was absolutely burnt out on old school kung fu i couldn't watch 70s kung fu films i just i was just done with them and i had to watch like uh like i don't know 90s stuff 2000 stuff even uh, i was just done with 70s stuff i i couldn't I, I just couldn't watch it and i don't know why it happens and it's just this weird case of fatigue um but yeah i got bored uh with old school stuff and uh things have changed now and I, I think you should jump on the bandwagon and start calling it Shapes Rot. Shapes Rot? Much better. I do like, and it probably was Shapes Rot because I was tired of Shapes. Like, I didn't, I just didn't want to watch it anymore. And I don't know why. I don't know why that is because now I don't, I don't feel that way at all now. Now I'm just like, put on fucking 70s Kung Fu and I'll, I'll watch them. But back then, yeah, I was just tired of them. But yes, I think we all go through it. I think any Kung Fu cinema fan will tell you that they're burnt out by something or tired of something, whether it's Waifu, whether it's, oh, I'm bored of Shaw Brothers, I'm going to watch Golden Harvest, I'm bored of Golden Harvest, I'm, I'm bored... I don't like that. <laughs> I, 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 yeah. I didn't like your, your look. You look devious. Uh, Cyrus was uh, stood up, and Devin placed her feet in Cyrus's seat uh, in his chair, and he came over, and she looked at him like menace- just, menacingly. Was it menacingly? I was uh. just like hoping that like just keep them there just you could just keep your feet on my seat and i would sit on the floor i don't know <laughs> i didn't think that far she was just seeing what would I didn't, yeah <laughs> i would say can you please move your feet what else would i say very strange uh i hope that answers your question rodney comma candlelinks i know you guys aren't into this except maybe sean this isn't true i don't know why you think it's me I know you guys aren't into this, except maybe Sean, but if you had to sleep with a cartoon or comic book character, who would you choose? <laughs> I'm not into that. I watched a hentai once, <laughs> and I appreciated it, but I'm not into that. Sean. I don't have an answer for that. You have to have one. Why do I have to? I. Who's a hot cartoon? I don't know if there is a hot cartoon. <sighs> Or or especially any chick from an anime who's like wearing no clothes. I mean, just what's the? They're all the same. I don't. It's a yeah, terrible answer. I don't. I don't want to pick one. Specific I don't. Yeah, I don't. Be like, oh, I don't find a cartoon character hot. This is terrible. Can I put my feet on your coffee table? Is that okay? Uh, I guess so. Are you sure? Yeah. Is it rude? That's why I've never yeah. done it before. I don't mind. Okay. I'm not having an opinion on this. Um, so growing up, I was always a fan of Invisible Woman, Susan Storm, from Fantastic Four. Uh, but that's because I grew up with the Fantastic Four, and she just she just stirred something deep down in my loins. In your plums? Um, deep down in my plums. And um, she she got, later on in the Fantastic Four comics, she got um, a, fan, a Fantastic Four costume or an outfit, her, her uniform. And it had, like, the four cut out on her chest. So you could like see her at the top of her bosom, and oh, uh, gotcha. that did something wild to me uh, back when I was like twelve years old. I was really into that. These days, I tell you what, I'm going to throw out a weird curveball because everyone's expecting me to say the same one: Jessica fucking Rabbit. Yeah, 
Sure. Chitara from Thundercats. Yes, I do that. Um, who else? Um, 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 the, the, the woman with the big hair from Powerpuff Girls that you never see. Oh, the, the, the secretary? Yeah, do you ever see her? You don't see her face? No. She's got a fat ass. <laughs> yeah. yeah and wait a minute, wait a minute. I don't remember her at all. Powerpuff Girls I used secretary. to watch Powerpuff Girls. She's like the voice of reason. Yeah. <coughs> She's hot as hell. You don't see her face, but goddamn placow. Mm-hmm. Red dress, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Really? Oh, but, but I'm going to throw one out there. Recently, recently, there's a certain character which in my head... I've gone. Yes, I would. I'd like to. I, I, maybe I don't like to, but I would make sweet love to her. And it's a surprising one because no one else will think it. Oh, her. Okay, Linda Belcher from Bob's Burgers. What? I love that woman. I okay. love that woman. <laughs> I think not in a sexy way, not in a sexual way at all. I love everything about her. I think she would be a wonderful woman to be married to. Because she's she's she would keep me entertained at all times. Because I love er- everything that comes out of that woman's mouth is magic, and I love her to bits. Um, so I would like to be married to her. I'm not saying I'd like to <coughs> like do anything gross. You just want to be married to her. I you just, just think she would be a good, uh, she would be a good wife. Yeah, she wouldn't. She'd be the worst no, wife. She ever. would be the worst wife. Ever. Yeah, but just having her around, saying all the things that she does. Yeah, or the songs that she makes. Yeah. Yeah, the songs and just oh, look at my little kid, the, her little mm. yeah, I, I, oh, gee, yeah, exactly. Teeny-weeny. I love Linda Belcher. I I think she's amazing. I love Bob's my little teeny weeny. That's right, exactly. Mm. Um, yeah, but uh, the other answer, yeah, it's it's all the fucking typical ones from all the comics and and cartoons. You know, all the I can't even think of one, but all the all the classics. I would say there's not one that particularly stands out for me because yeah like I said I'm not into that I watched a hentai once and it wasn't even a proper hentai <laughs> it was it had zombies in it so it wasn't a proper hentai that sounds kind of proper <laughs> they get weird alright Elijah PDX asks would you rather have $10,000 in your hand right now or go back in time to a point where you could have said the perfect thing, usually a rebuttal to an argument, a timely joke, or a stinging insult, but didn't think of until later in the shower, and that, and say that thing when it mattered. Money. Ten grand right now. Ten grand? Money. Oh, I don't know. There's something. Oh. Sorry. Go on. Go on. However, yes. if I could just go back in time and start from a point in time, I would do that. Uh, I think there's a certain point, like... I don't know. I, I, just to focus on his question a bit, there's something very special about like being able to have the perfect comeback. I have a counter-argument already. <laughs> there's something bad about having the perfect comeback? Yes. Why? Because since it didn't happen in the moment, you wouldn't feel baller about it. I guess, because you would have planned it and prepped it and there's, and there's something bad it's about like it. saying something thinking of something the night beforehand it's cheap. it's cheap it's cheating yeah yeah what's the worst thing you've ever said to someone do you know holy shit probably something when i was a kid that was just bad i said a terrible thing i don't i don't think i want to say on the podcast I, i'll, I'll say it on save uncut it. i'll say i save it to uncut um because i said a terrible terrible thing to someone when you're a kid you don't know what you know what these things exactly. mean exactly and you go well i heard someone say that I called, my got mom, response. I called my mom a slag. Yeah. That wasn't good. I called my mom fat slag. 
Whoa. Oh, dear. That's pretty bad. Yeah, that was bad. If anyone isn't familiar with the word slag, it basically means slut. It's the same. It's the British version of slut. So I call my mum a fat slut. Um, that didn't go down very well. <laughs> um, I would hope not. I think I think we'd all have 10 grand, because I think Cyrus is right. There's something good about having the perfect comeback, but to be honest, I haven't been in enough fights or arguments to like need a big comeback. Yeah. I, I never have a moment in my life where I was just like stuck, and like someone said something to me, and I was like, bah, 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 and I didn't have anything to say. I, I'm usually quite good with comebacks. So am I. Yeah, I'm Ridiculous. not too bad. So, yeah. I think that was... Like our defense mechanisms, right? When we were growing up, were humor, yes. yeah, and to a degree, I wit, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I think, I think, yeah. I, I don't, I don't think these days. I just these days, I just say dumb shit. Yeah. If Devin argues with me and says like, I don't know, do the laundry, I'll just be like your mum's a laundry, and just yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's dumb as shit, yeah. but it, it sometimes works. But yeah, I, I think. I, I don't know. I don't remember any specific argument when I'd need a perfect comeback. It would be nice to be able to have one, but I'll take 10 grand. 10 grand's, yeah. Um, question for the food crew from Kaz the Ginger. <laughs> um, what's the weirdest thing you've ever eaten, and would you eat it again? See, I feel like... Sh- Sean, yeah, I haven't eaten... Many. What were you about to say about me? I feel like you might have eaten more weird things, but then I, when I, when it comes to weird, I'm, I'm thinking of like this, the like stupid hot peppers, shit like that. Oh, that's yeah. not weird. I don't. Think I guess weird. that's that's, no. that's not considered weird. Um, I don't think I've eaten anything truly weird. I don't think so either. Me either. I'm not really like. I mean, I ate the the maggot at the bottom of a tequila bottle. Or, like I munched on that bad boy. Um, I've eaten roadkill. What's the purpose of that? What? Wait a minute. Why would you? First of all, what's the purpose of the 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 bug in the tequila? Uh, it's 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 a it's a the gimmick. Like yeah, it's a gimmick. Oh, it's just a gimmick. Yeah, yeah. Okay, it doesn't serve a real purpose. No, but when I was young, they poured it into a shot glass for me. I ate it. And so this roadkill. Yeah, what's the story of this roadkill? So I used to work. with You have someone. the the most banana stories. <laughs> I used to work with someone who, um, um, yeah, he was. I don't want to say what country he's from because I don't remember what he was. From where he was from, but where he was from, they would eat lots of strange things like squirrel and uh, I want to say guinea pig, but everyone's going to assume it's that one country that eats guinea pig, but like guinea pig and like fucking strange stuff, like animals that are just lower on the food chain. And I believe, I don't know what animal it was. He may have just killed a possum or something. I don't know. I don't remember. But anyway, it was considered roadkill and he bought it in, in a stew so I tried some of his stew. It was delicious. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It was good. Um, I've tried cow tongue. I've tried intestine. Um, I had both in a taco, and they were very, very good. Uh. Um, yeah, cow tongue's really good. It's chewy. I would imagine so. I've tried, uh, I've tried your mum's tongue. <laughs> <laughs> Got him. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't think we're that weird. We just, well, escargot we've eaten. But now I feel like escargot isn't that weird. Yeah, what is strange? I guess yeah. guess something, like I've never tried chitlins, for example. I've never well, that's tried. Well, intest- that's, that's, that's intestines. I, I've never tried them in the chitlins way. Though. In the, right, okay. So, yeah, so chitlins, yeah, is is boiled. Yeah, I've never tried boiled fucking intestines. No. It's not good. <laughs> no. Not no. good. I, that was a big thing with my with my grandparents, you know. It's a big, like. 
thing for like black people, especially if they're Southern, I think. And um, yeah, my grandparents enjoyed it and my mom liked it. That's our black magic. And, <laughs> and one, the smell is horrific. I hate the smell of it. And I just, I, I could not jump on that bandwagon. My mom tried. She, I think I maybe tried it once and I was just like, never again i tried it i never again i don't remember specifically the taste of it i just remember it being chewy stinky and but yeah it was this i remember the smell though don't remember the taste of it but i remember the smell when my grandparents were making it and then especially yeah my my, my mom would bring some home and then she'd heat it up no 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 no. this isn't weird to um british people but it's weird to americans i've had black pudding blood sausage i've had that yeah the idea the idea of it is gross haggis is delicious what is haggis um throw all this shit in the stomach of a cow yeah okay sheep stuffing with sheep so like was it like just like spare parts like awful (laughs) pretty much i think i guess i don't know it is intestines and like some sort of starch yeah i don't know it's good though Uh, well i tell you one thing i've had weird that was recent and it was very strange a lot of people won't think it's strange but i drank it and it was the fucking grossest shit flaming hot mountain dew Ooh. <laughs> oh yeah, we saw that in Giant. It's it tastes like flaming hot Cheetos. Oh, yep, and it's fucking disgusting. And, and I'm on medication for heartburn, and it cuts out all heartburn. I drank a bottle of that fucking heartburn. Unbelievable, disgusting. Oh, uh, do you want to? I I re- uh, do you want to know exactly what haggis is? Yeah, go on. Haggis is a savory pudding originating from Scotland containing minced sheep's heart, liver, and lungs with onion, oatmeal, spices, and salt uh, encased in an artificial casing uh, instead of an animal stomach lining. Oh, pudding? Yeah, but you have to understand in the UK, they call like blood pudding, black pudding. You know, we call pudding something different. We, you can go into a chip shop and order a steak and kidney pudding. It's fucking delicious. Can't go wrong. I didn't know that. I'd love a steak and kidney pudding. I know pudding doesn't mean pudding, not like chocolate jiggly shit that no. we have here. Yeah. You know it means oh, yeah, dessert. I got to remind you to order stuff from that UK uh, yes. markety website thing. Yeah. Um, so we don't eat weird stuff. We don't really eat anything too weird. I have you ever so. eaten like a bug or anything? No. I don't think I have ever eaten. No, sir. I ate like guts in Japan and that was not, one of those was wild. Oh, yeah? Not good? Whoa. Yeah. I could, I don't think I got it down. Oh, really? The other stuff I could get down. Yeah. Chicken hearts and stuff. Yeah. But one thing was just slimy. Oof. After, even after it was cooked, I didn't, wasn't a fan. I eat like something gross in my fur that these guys don't like. Tripe. Oh. I eat tripe in my fur. I can't. I can't. I don't give a fuck. Ugh, it doesn't, I want to like it. It doesn't look appealing. It looks slippery and slimy and very gelatinous. Chewy. Yeah, very gel- gelatinous. I, I do not. I can't have gelatinous with any type of texture. And, and it feels like eating a um a, a, a snot like a, like a wet snot. Well, I'm sold, but it's delicious. No. Um, Kaz asks also, would you rather be able to communicate with all animals or be fluent in every current human language? I like this question because it's. That is, I think it's tough. I think I know what the right answer. Nominal question. The right, uh, the the right answer is humans' language, right? What? No. The Uh, right answer. My first. Be able to speak to every animal on the planet. Do you understand what we could learn from that? Before you even brought up the second part of that question, I was just like, "Oh, animals!" But then I was just like, "Oh, that'd be so nice to be able to understand and communicate with everyone, like with any person." 
I guess talking to animals would be cool. Imagine but ta- like yeah. a zoo. Talking to animals would be fucking awesome. And the lion's like, dog, I don't like it in here. This right. sucks. Right? And then I can be like, hey, he doesn't like it in here. What if you went with a honey and you were talking to the lion? I'm like, check it out. And I'm like, boop, boop, beep, boop, bop. And he like bent, comes over to me and like bows down. Oh, yeah, because you could tell him what to do. Yeah. I could tell I could tell all the bugs to like stay away from me. Oh, we could talk. Oh, that's quite good. Actually. <laughs> Would you want to talk to be able to talk and understand Moon? There's no understanding Moon. There's not much. She's an, <laughs> she's an enigma. At least we could just be like, "Yo, knock it off." Yeah, I can't. She could understand us. Fucking pain in the ass sometimes. Here's a question: When you talk to the animal, do you sound like a, a version of the animal, or are you going like, "Hey, man, what's up"? Are you like, or is it simply a, I, I, what I imagine, <laughs> what I imagine is, I guess, whatever noise or way that they communicate with each other, I can understand it. And then they can understand me, like okay. me speaking English. So it's, it's magic more than, more than actual language yeah. communication. Okay. Yeah. Because if you're talking to an alligator, he's not going to be like, hey, how's it going? No. It's just they that's talk. true. Hey there, buddy. <laughs> just like, that's true. Or then in that case, would it just be like it can just simply understand me? So if I okay, you'd be like. So if I was to just be like, it's, yeah, essentially, it's like, I'd be just like, hey, alligator, what's going on? You know, keep it moving, and he would just move along. But also, you have to just. We're just assuming that they will do what we say. Yeah, they might argue. Oh, and an alligator just Yeah, be that's like, very okay. that's very true. They'd probably like, be like, fuck off. Motherfucker, I will eat you. Right. And be like, no thanks, I'm going to eat you instead. Oh, good point. But they would be very dumb. There's no trickery with an alligator. He's not going to be like, just come over here, say hello. No, they have like pea brains, right? He's like, I'm going to eat you. Shit, I shouldn't have said that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he just goes, nom, 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 nom. <laughs> <laughs> that's just him speaking English. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, okay, animals, I'll say. Animals is a good one. Let's talk to the animals. Um, Martial Arts Film Freak asks us uh, uh, 1,600 questions. <laughs> um, everyone, what is the dumbest thing that has made you break out in uncontrollable laughter? When I was in high school, my friends and I came across an episode of Dora the Explorer. As Dora asked questions to help her, we kept shouting the wrong answers. We were laughing so hard you'd think we were on drugs. Nope, just idiots. Yeah. Oh. I think there are those moments where just it, it doesn't make sense to anyone else why something is so funny, but to you it's so funny. I have two of these. And this is hard to explain because they aren't funny. Yes. Which is why they are. Yes. I have one to explain that doesn't sound funny at all, but for me it was the funniest thing in the world. So me and my friend Russ... Uh, back when I lived in the UK years ago, we must have been like again sixteen years old. Shout out to Russ. Uh, yep, shout out to Russ. He probably doesn't. Um, no, uh, <laughs> we went to a football field to play football, as you do, and he was in goal. And keep in mind, Russell very good at football. Sean fucking terrible at football. Awful. One of the worst players you've ever seen. And I was trying to score a goal, and. He was purposely acting. This was genius on his behalf. He was purposely acting like he was terrible in goal, but like he'd fall over, but still deflect my shot. (laughs) And it was looking like every save that he was doing was by accident. (laughs) And for some odd reason, that was the funniest thing I'd seen. I mean, it sounds funny. And I remember by the end of it, both he and I were on the floor in tears laughing. Absolutely, like in tears, and it was one of the greatest things I've ever seen. Somehow, he was just yeah, he would just like trip over his feet, but just like deflect my shot, and it was it was genius. He's like, it, this never happens, man. <laughs> exactly. He 
was, it was like it was Charlie Chaplin level slapstick. It was fucking great, and that, that was, sounds amazing. Yeah, it was it was wonderful. I, I will always remember that as well. That had me like crying with laughter. And then the other time I've spoken about it on the podcast, and I just can't remember what it was. It was one time Cyrus said something, and I, I it was about an actress on TV. And I can't remember which actress. For some odd reason, I have Hillary Duff stuck in my head, but I don't. I don't know if it was Hillary Duff. There was an actress on TV, and Cyrus came out random, out of nowhere. He said, "I think it was a short line. It was something for some bizarre reason. It was the funniest thing I've ever heard, and I could not stop laughing. I, I think it's the one of the few times where I've like, I think, been gasping with laughter. You think you were drinking something at the time?" Like one of those you can't contain what's happening. I, oh, I was I was beyond. I think you. You even, guys were at hookah, I'm assuming. Yeah. No, we were here. Oh, okay. it's on TV. Oh, okay. We, we were here, and I I think I think you might have got concerned for me at some point because I literally could not stop. And I don't know why. It was just one of those things that triggered me. I don't know what it was. I nope. don't know what it was about. Nope. But I think it was because I wasn't trying to like make you lose it. I just oh. I was just being maybe just like a little silly oh i i don't think you're being serious i think you said the whole point of it was that you said something so outlandish but it was serious (laughs) and i think i'll be honest i'll be honest i think he was saying something about this lady's looks and how attractive she was but he said something like beyond just what i was expecting and it was very it was outlandish and weird and but it, it made me laugh i can't remember i wish i could go back in time do you think there's any way you could remember Years from now, it'll come to me. All right, tell me when it does. I, I will. I will. I'll tell everyone because it was. It's just something that just. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Devin, you got one. No, I have a terrible memory. I have. I don't remember. Yeah, you don't. Yeah, sorry. I. I feel like more than likely. I mean, Devin. Odds are you would you would be involved in 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 any of them. I did have a before you. I had one friend who's actually very very funny. Um, but yeah, but I don't I don't remember any particular. Um, point, but I feel like you would probably be the main cause because you are very entertaining. She and... once got drunk on tequila and she was nonstop laughing. Oh yeah, remember that? Yes, we were on Saint Martin, the island of Saint Martin. Yes, and Devon had a Devon had a few few tequilas, mm-hmm. and we were lying in bed, and I remember I was making her laugh, and she was nonstop laughing, and you were cracking up a lot that night. Was I okay? Yeah. You were, yes, you were laughing very, very, very hard that night. Oh. I remembered it. And then I put my penis away. <laughs> and she stopped uh, laughing. And she stopped laughing. That's all I'm saying. Uh, no, I, that's one of the memorable bits uh, Memorable bits I remember. And by the way, Devin isn't a drinker. She had like two tequilas. Yeah, no, I'm not a drinker. <laughs> um, I think I think there's been times when me and you have been laughing very hard. Oh, of hard. course. I, I, 100%. Think. I just can't think of like this. Do you know when we thing. laugh, typically, which is weird? In the car. No. Oh. Oh, bef- before, before bed. bed. Yeah. We'll be lying in bed, and like I'll say something, and for some reason we'll get the giggles. Yeah. And we'll just start because more because you say something stupid yeah. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. No, I'll always say something stupid, and for some odd reason we just get like crazy giggles before bed. And sometimes I remember we have literally been trying to go to bed, and we can't <laughs> because we're laughing so much. Mainly and- it's me, I because I just I can't every. every I'll just replay what he said, and it makes me laugh every time. The laughs before bed, I think, is a psychological thing. Because you're going, enough is enough. We have to be adults yes. now, yeah, and it's yeah. time to sleep, like yeah. what yeah. adults do. And then you're like... Yeah. And also, in being in bed, going to sleep, is the wrong time for you to laugh. So it's funny, because why are you laughing just before bed? Like, it's There's a lot of stuff going on. 
Uh, I got a quick one. Yeah, go. Cool. I think I've already said this, but it was high school. Yep. Me and my pals, we just played uh, a Clue. Okay. Which we never did. I don't. Even, I played oh. through like a couple times. Could have lost it. And this was before. Never played it. This is this is when you actually talked to your friends what, and what, got what? bored. Yeah. Like you're like, what are we doing today? Yes. <laughs> and we were like, dude, I don't fucking know TV. Yeah. This video game. So we threw ideas into a hat. And one person read the idea. Oh, someone like, wrote a good something, idea. Something, some, and I was like really focused on the ideas, and I really wanted to see what if they, if they like mine. Yeah. Hopefully, mine would go. Maybe if they had a great one. And someone just pulled out something that said Colonel Mustard, <laughs> <laughs> and That's we good. all died. Di- someone write down Colonel. Yes, Mustard. <laughs> That's great. Well, oh wait, oh wait, I was the guy reading it. Okay, and I just opened up. I went Colonel, and then I fucking died. So. So behind that, does the person that write it just? Oh, they knew. They knew. They, they knew. knew it was they, were, they had okay. a fucking bomb. In all there. right, all right. Yeah, that's pretty good. I, ones like that are good. Just a random ones because you don't expect to laugh at it, but it ends up being funny. Yeah, that's good. Uh, Devin. Oh, this is from Martial Ooh. Arts. Ooh, Martial Arts Film Freak again. Okay. Devin, I don't like this question. <laughs> I don't want to ask it, but I'm going to. Okay. Has Sean ever embarrassed you in public? If so, what did he do? Today? Um. Guardian. I don't, I don't think so. No. I never embarrassed you in public? Not that I can recall. I don't want to go into it too much, and I probably won't go into it too much. I, I imagine there was a time where I've been drunk and I've embarrassed you. Um. Oh, let's not very rarely were we... We're not out and about. No, but I've had to call you to pick me up, and I've been very sloppy sometimes, and maybe that embarrassed you a little bit. I don't drink anymore, by the way, everyone. Five years sober. Yeah, buddy. Um, That last time, I was mainly just concerned for you. Not okay. necessarily embarrassed, right. but well, just... We won't get into yeah, 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 yeah. I so, thought that so, might be a time. No, 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 no. So, I don't think so. I don't embarrass you too much. I don't no, think. I don't think you Sometimes do I do cheeky egregious. things. Like, I'll... Uh, not to be too gross or crass or anything. I'll grab a bum in public and give oh, I don't a, care about that. A, a, a quick pinch and stuff. <laughs> oh, I don't care about that. Yeah, okay. Yeah. You can grab my bum out in public all you want. I don't care. So, sometimes. Sometimes. The uh, the blinds in the apartment might be open and I might I might pull out a boob. <laughs> <laughs> Not one of mine, one of hers. And that, that might embarrass her because the window's open. Meh. Yeah, okay. All right. I don't embarrass you. I don't think so. No, not that. No, nothing I could think of. Nothing that I recall ever happening. Cyrus, Sean ever embarrassed? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, would you rather attend an exorcism? All right. Or participate in a ghost hunt at a location that exorcism? <laughs> exorcism. Next question. <laughs> exorcism. Next question. Wouldn't exorcism freak you out though? Yeah, but they're just acting. Ghost hunts? What? I would get in my mind. Wait a minute. What if it was a real exorcism? It's not a thing. That's people. Just that person's a lunatic. But okay. then, how is a ghost hunt a real thing? Because I'm gonna convince myself that it's real. <laughs> gotcha. So you wouldn't like paranormal activity. Gotcha. You wouldn't fall for an exorcism. Is your point? Well, I'd be really uncomfortable, and okay. I'd be like, Ugh. yeah, I feel like it'd be very uncomfortable to witness. I'd be that. scared, but I'd be like, all right, you're just yeah. you need you just you need some help. That's good. That's good. Uh, Sean, multi-part question. DMX, RZA, and Coolio are three rappers who have been in kung fu movies. If you could cast any rapper in a martial arts movie, who would you choose? 
I've got a good answer for this. Would they be a hero like Rizza in Man with the Iron Fists or a villain like Coolio in China Strike Force? What modern martial arts actor would you have as either their partner or enemy? Okay, so there is a rapper that is not that popular. Um, he was a, more of a 90s MC and his name was Afu Ra. That's A-F-U-R-A, Afu Ra. And I believe, if I remember, he was a Taekwondo um, expert, and he would sometimes show uh, Taekwondo off in his music videos. Afuran needs to be in a film, a kung fu film. I think he's the obvious choice because any any other rapper, what am I going to say? I mean, would Old Dirty Bastard be amazing in a kung fu film? Sure, yeah, but I mean, he's not going to add anything to it. But Afuran, I believe, was a Taekwondo expert. Uh, look him up; he was dope. Uh, or. No, Afura. I'm keeping it Afura. Uh, he should be a hero because Afura was a handsome and cool dude. He looked really cool. Um, I, mean, I say looked like he's dead. He's still alive. Uh, he just, I don't think he raps anymore. So Afura, he's going to be a hero. And what martial arts actor would I like to team up with him? That would be... Hmm. That's a good one. Who's the guy... Who breaks everyone's necks in every movie ever? Very fat, white, Seagal. Steven Seagal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when you said white, you confused me because yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure he's Japanese. I think he's Native American. Yeah, he definitely <laughs> thinks he's. Do you know what? I'm going for that. After, oh no, teaming up. I don't know because Steven Seagal's already teamed up with DMX, so I don't want him to team up with another rapper. Maybe Van Damme. Maybe Van Damme. Because you need you need like someone like cheesy to play off with play off I think a little bit um, so yeah maybe Van Dam and Afura and Afura would end up being the better martial artist than Van Dam hmm. um, yeah I like that although an enemy oh I could choose someone as their enemy oh I'm I'm digging too deep into this question Lole would be a cool enemy well not anymore because he's dead but he would have been great um, yeah Van Dam and Afura in a buddy cop film. Um, called. Uh, no, I haven't got a name. Sorry. Rama asks, Rama. what's something you've done that you think everyone could benefit from? Oh. <laughs> from doing themselves. Cyrus's eyes were very wide then. I thought you didn't like something you did for mankind that... No, no, no. What's one thing? What's one practice or one thing that you've ever done? Do you think everyone should do and everyone? Oh, got it. Huh? I thought he meant like I invented the the (laughs) chair, right? (laughs) (laughs) Um, you have one. Yeesh. I mean, I don't have many things that. I thought you'd be the one with with the answer to this. Really? I think I've got two answers for you. What are they? I thought you'd say either yoga or meditation. Oh. Yeah, I do. Yeah. Yes. Thank you. Um, mindfulness and, and, and meditation. Yeah. Absolutely. I think it would be a, a huge benefit. Stretching. I, yes, that too. But yeah, I definitely I'm I I've trying to get more in or have been working on being more mindful, more um, positive thinking, meditation. I have the apps, and I actually do find them to be incredibly helpful when I use them. It's just remembering to use them. Um, yeah, I, I it's it's very calming. It's very soothing. It gets me out of my head whenever it's feeling 
frantic in or head, negative. In your head. So yeah, um, absolutely. Um, mindfulness and meditation. Sorry, she got one. Hmm. Well, something you've done that you think everyone should do, and don't say anal. <laughs> um. Something, something music related, I think would be cool. That's where I'm going. It's 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 difficult to say. Do opera or play an instrument. Yeah, but just something r- relating to music, I think, would be. I think. Yeah, I think you're right. I think. I think everyone should try to play an instrument at some point, or even just boil it down to be more open to music, or mm. listen to more. Oh, I, like I actually, that. I like that. I don't listen to enough because, I, like, I like animes. I love music, but when I hear a song that's really bad, it makes me hate it. Okay. Yeah, you don't come across as a guy who'll just sit in a room and listen to music. No, I'm very particular. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, music is everything. It's always both me and Sean. Always. Yeah. Like, I mean, yeah. Music. Yeah. Amazing. Multiple, multiple times. It's, you know, I run through a playlist on my way to work. I think music is spiritual. Yeah. Setting up for work or on my way home or if I'm going for a walk. And yeah, it's, it's always. There's something like deep down just that music gets to. Something in Mm -hmm. your core. I have a, sorry. I have a coworker um, and she freely admits that she doesn't really listen to music. And I was just like, oh my God. Think of oh all the God. shit she's missing. I was just like, I can't. There's no way that I could live without listening to think music. Of, think of one day she could just listen to a band. Like she doesn't listen to music, so imagine she could just listen to some band and just be like, and just open her eyes and be like, holy shit! Foo Fighters are the greatest thing I've ever heard. You know, or, or whoever. I'm just yeah. throwing out Foo Fighters. They're not the greatest thing I've ever heard. They're good though. I think. Do you know what mine would be? I think everyone should try and write. Mm. I think everyone should try and write a story, a poem, a song, a diary entry, uh, a blog entry, a tweet. Uh, I think... Podcast? A pod- write a podcast? Well, with your mouth. No, no. <laughs> I, no, no, not everyone should podcast. Well, fucking we shouldn't podcast, but we do. No, I think everyone should write something. I think everyone should try to just write something. If it's if it's a funny tweet or, or an engaging tweet, just write it. And I think I, I just I just think everyone has a story to tell or or just something to get out. I mean, I know poems are difficult, but I do love poetry, and I think everyone should try to write a poem. I'm not everyone's going to nail it, but I think I just I just think everyone should write something. There's something very special about about writing and and coming up with something like deep down and putting it onto the page. I was always, I have always been jealous of your like ability to write. Like, of course that's how we met. Um, True. And your, your writing was always very engaging. I could always like picture it, picture the scene that you were putting in front of me. Um, You know, you grabbed me uh, and I just, I had to, no matter what you were talking about, I had to read the whole thing. And I always, and I admire that uh, uh, ability that you have. I do not have that. <laughs> that I haven't rolled like that I a long struggled. time. I struggled. Yeah, I struggled to, to 
writing or at least put my thoughts down in a coherent kind of especially like if you know making like it uh opens for people to read to make it like yeah so many times i was just like why would anyone want to read this i was like i don't enjoy writing (laughs) this like it's frustrating for me to write this why would anyone want to read it yeah i i think everyone should try i mean i i think i think like i don't necessarily think and this sounds pretentious saying it i don't think i'm necessarily a good poet but i like writing poems and sometimes i look at them and go Hey, that's not too bad. I like and yours. I pretty well, yeah, you only. But um <laughs> I, I don't know. There's something there's something enjoyable about it and I should write more. I haven't written uh, these days I just write fucking tweets and uh, <laughs> bullshit tweets. <laughs> I like the new Cronenberg movie. It was fun. That's my tweet. <laughs> just, what the fuck am I doing? So yeah You should write more. I know I should. I don't I don't. But yeah, right. Uh we've got one last question. I'm gonna have to whiz through it because we're 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 going very late. Um, this is a long question. Don Jitsu, not late. Uh, we're going long on this episode. I meant we're not. We're not late. Don Jitsu asks, "What is the most underwhelming to-go food experience you've ever had?" Just a few weeks ago, I went to my local Jimmy John's during my lunch break, thinking it'd be no. nice, <laughs> nice to try something new. I like Jimmy, <laughs> you never tried Jimmy John's. I had no idea I was making such a gigantic mistake. No. Um, <laughs> The chain had nothing but cold cuts, and I thought I could get hot chicken. The most inventive sandwiches have garbage American cheese on them. And when I finally ordered a roast beef and turkey with Thousand Island sauce, I was told the sauce only comes with a then-current limited edition sandwich offering. The woman, who saw my shock and confusion, took pity on me and gave it to me after telling me I could only have it once, which I think is awesome. I profusely thanked her, paid, and haven't gone back. Might I add that the Cyrus, get ready. Might I add the, sorry, I can't speak. Might I add the bread is trash too. Go to Amato's or D'Angelo or even Subway. Who's this again? This is Don Jitsu. Alright. You're not his friend? <laughs> a very particular set of skills. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what? I'm not gonna lie. I like a Jimmy John's. Yeah, man. I, Do you know I what? I used even to remember if I don't I even know if have, I've ever had a Jimmy John's. Literally, I used to have Turkey, cheese, lettuce, mayo, and used to kill it. Who did the hot? Who did the hot sandwiches? Quiznos, Subway. Was that Quiznos? yeah? Subway did hot sandwiches. Where you know you would, you'd go to the ones that you tell them what they want, and then they put it through the thing. Quiznos, Subway. Was that Quiz- yeah. Or maybe it's, maybe I'm thinking that. of definitely wasn't Subway because uh. that was different because they had all your they had everything up front and then they had like the oven or whatever in the back. Yeah. And this one. The oven was like in front. Is that Quiznos? Is that Quizno? Okay. What happened to them? I've never been to a Quiznos. They were great. What never. happened? Never. Maybe it's Quizno that I'm thinking of. So, what's your weirdest to go story? Have you ever had any? Or to-go? under? He said underwhelming. Underwhelming. Oh, uh, it's not really a to go, but uh, Smash Burger. Mm. This fucking sucks. It, yeah. I've been there so many times trying to convince myself. Who doesn't want a fucking hamburger? Which one don't I like? Ugh. Oh, I don't like Smashburger. Uh, yeah, it's Smashburger that you. Oh, eat. I don't like Smashburger. I went there four yeah. or five times, and every time I'm like, "What the fuck is happening?" Hot Belly. That's what I'm thinking of. Oh, Pot Belly's fucking flat. Hot Belly is delicious. Hot Belly is delicious. I haven't been to a Pot Belly in like ten years. It was Pot Belly. Pot Belly is the only one I went to. Is by Regal. Movie theaters. I've, I've been going yes, there yes. since I was a little baby boy. For us, it was in Silver Spring. Silver Spring. A yeah. wreck. Yeah. The wreck. That's what it's called. That's what I used to get. The wreck. Now they cost like $5,000 for a sandwich. 
worth it. It was yeah, it was pot belly. So that's what I'm thinking of. Anyway, so, good. so what's the most underwhelming? Underwhelming. I, I agree. Smashburger sucks. Get me a Habitat burger. Habit burger. Give me a Fuck. Habitat. You keep. <laughs> I call it Habitat he, burger all the he time. He says Habitat. You know what was really good that we haven't had, and it's because I don't think there's one around here. Good food, but yeah. go on. Uh, it was Burgerfy. Yeah, Burgerfy was cool. They had good shakes. Do you know what's yeah. underwhelming? Shake Shack. Never had a Shake Shack. Kind of gonna agree with you. I'm not. I'm not a big. I fan. was up. I was up. Yeah. If when it's up, then it's up. <laughs> I, I keep, every time I go, a little bit less. Yeah. Shake Shack. I wasn't really into. To be honest. I might get shot for saying this. Five guys? It's not that great. I am not a... F- no. I would agree. No. It's fine. Underwhelming. It's fine. Arby's? Oh, you were the winner. Arby's? Arby's is the worst restaurant on the planet Earth. I have been so many times... They had good ...waiting for them shakes? to change my mind. When I first came to this country, I had Arby's. Was I literally thought it was the best thing I've ever had. Really? <laughs> I fucking loved it. I was like, what I think is this? So here's, it the, here's the thing. I haven't been since. Here's the thing. <laughs> for for Arby's, when I, on a, the rare occasion that I would go, it was very much for one particular sandwich. Because there was one sandwich that I thought that they did very well. And that's the only thing I ever got. Did you have horsey sauce? Isn't that what that sauce is called? Horsey sauce? That's and, so I, whack. <laughs> and I can't remember what the sandwich was or what it was called. But that was the that was the only thing I ever got. Never bothered with anything else. Because it it was... It was delicious. Hmm. It was very specific. I've definitely had some disappointing pizza, but I don't know where it came from. Hmm. hmm. Arby's and Lido's is no good. Big time. Is it? Wait. Is it Lido's or is it C? Or is am I thinking CC's? Lido's is good. C's. Yeah, Lido's is great. No, maybe I'm thinking of CC's. I've never had CC's. That's mm. the one where you can eat everything for ten bucks, right? Yeah. Mm. We we talked about going there a couple of years ago. We did. Like and just fucking chowing down on everything. Yeah. I don't think so. I, I don't Are you playing with your mic stand? Oh, sorry. Please stop. I'm sorry. Yeah. I I, uh, I can't think of anything else. Me and Cyrus have been a few places. Oh, I got one. Go on. my last one. And it's again, it's not a to-go or a fast food, but I'm a I'm a pho snob. Yeah. And I think I, I think I have the credentials because I've been going since I'm 15. Yeah. I'm not Vietnamese, but I mean, what, I, I can't not? change that. No. <laughs> um, I know I know when a place just wants to make money and when a place is legit. Yeah. Yeah. With, I just need one spoonful. And then I go, ugh, this place is bullshit. Yeah. I can't name them, but me and Devon have definitely had some bad Chinese food in the past. Oh, yeah. We've ordered from some, some fucking bad Chinese places. Yeah. It, actually, fuck that. I'm going to actually be honest and say finding a good Chinese place could be difficult. It's hard, Very right? difficult. Yeah. We I, don't, fu- I mean, this is I don't Thai, get but it. it's fucking oh, this good, is right? Good. I don't get it. We've got one near us now, Asia Cafe. Good stuff. Good so stuff. So here's my thing with them. I'm on my third dish. Third, like I've tried three different dishes since we've started going to them. This yeah. last one was probably the best. The past two didn't really care for it, to be perfectly honest. Oh, okay. I, which is why I never. Which is why I had them once and I was done, and I moved on to try something else. Oh, okay. Um, their spring rolls are good, but like you know, I I like an orange chicken. Um, didn't really care for it. I like a general sh- general shows 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 whatever shows. Yeah. Didn't care for it. So I went with the most basic of basic uh, the last time. Chicken and broccoli. It was chicken and broccoli, and it was, it was, it was fine. It was tasty. Mm. Uh, but, yeah, even then, I, I meh. Yeah. It's I, very hard. Oh, I've got a place as well. 
Do you remember when we went to that buffet, that Chinese buffet, that had like crabs <gasps> and shit? That stuff. That place is also is gone. That place is that is that place. It was, was fucking awful. garbage. It was this yeah. It was this like Asian buffet. I made them. They had. I don't know why I did this, but they had crawfish, and for some reason, I was just like, this seems like the perfectly reasonable place to try crawfish <laughs> for the first time. Chinese crawfish. Yeah. <laughs> and it was nest. Their yeah. food was not good. No, that was a terrible place. That was a terror. So yeah, so every yeah, but it's gone. It's been gone for years. I don't know what's there. I don't remember what's there now. I always feel like a golden corral would be very underwhelming. I've never been to one, but that place seems like it's so just golden trash. corral. I mean, it's just is actually not is not terrible. Really? Yeah. It's just I what think, you think it is. I think they've I think they've upgraded a bit uh, over the years. They've gotten a bit better. Um, Are you kind of like a a bee when it comes to uh, buffets like me? Like a punk ass bitch, like a basic bitch. What do you mean? I like what fucking fried chicken and mashed potatoes and like just like simple oh, shit. Oh no, it, it all depends on what's there. It all depends on what's there, I and if they got too weird. Yeah, and if they got something, if they have a nice little selection, and it all depends on what's there. I, but I won't get the same thing. I'll always right. Yeah, I'm gonna bounce I'm, around. I'm gonna wrap up because we're going long. But okay. I, I just want to tell one last story. Yeah. About this time, it, this wasn't underwhelming, but this was a very strange experience that me and Cyrus had. Uh, we went to a restaurant. Yeah. And uh, what was, was I with you, or was it just the two of you, nurses? Me and Cyrus. Okay. Uh, in just the bros. I, be- I believe it was in Bethesda, Maryland. And it was called, the restaurant was called Steak Frites, right? So we go into, this was underwhelming, actually. It wasn't great. We went into Steak Frites and we sat down and Wait, it. is it the place that we get? You're not talking about the fancy French restaurant that we went yeah, to. We're that's talking just, about this. That's just Steak Frites. Okay. This was a mushroom dream we had. Okay. We must yes. have taken mushrooms because yes. this place is not there. Nope. I think it only existed for like a day. Okay. <laughs> it was a pop-up restaurant. So we went in, and this place only does steak frites. Nothing but steak frites. So we sat down, and believe it or not, we got steak frites. Mm-hmm. What happened next is kind of a blur to me. Was it <laughs> – did we have the same plate or a second plate? They took our plate and gave us a new plate of steak and french fries. Yes. What do you mean? We finished our steak and french fries, mm-hmm. and we were like, we're done. Okay, now we're going to get the bill. They came over to us without asking. Mm-hmm. They removed our old plate and put down a second plate of steak and french fries in front of us. <laughs> we both looked at each other like, I think I've heard we... this story. Okay, yeah. And we still, to this day, we don't really understand. Was it all you can eat? Or was it just two plates? Is that all you get? Yeah, just one big plate. Why not one big plate? But they would they would big portion. They would like And why not tell us? <laughs> did you guys eat anymore? Oh yeah, we yeah. smoked it. Yeah. Were you okay? <laughs> okay. Who do you think we are? <laughs> Fucking amateurs. Yeah, we killed it. But uh we still And don't. they stopped it but they stopped it too. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. So it's just a place where you can just get two plates of steak. I had plates. a great time. <laughs> oh, we <laughs> loved it. Really good food. I, loved it. I, don't, I don't think it was real, but oh, we loved it. We had a good old time. It wasn't great the food, but uh, there you go. Anyway, let's wrap this up because we're going long. Okay, thank you everyone. Thank you oh, everyone for listening. Thank, thank you to our patrons. Thank you everyone for listening. Thank you to our patrons. Uh, next episode, you, the patrons, patrons chose what film we are going to do. Devin picked four films out of my collection. We put it in a poll on Patreon, and uh, the patrons chose. And it was overwhelmingly uh, positive towards one particular title, and that is The Bride with White Hair. That is the next film we will be doing. 
which is a 1998 Wuxia mm-hmm. film. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, I think uh, maybe I'm going a bit too late there. Maybe it's closer to 93. I don't know. I have it, don't have it in front of me. But it's a, uh, it's a Wuxia film. It's a Hong Kong film uh, starring Bridget Lin. And um, it is free to watch on Amazon Prime right now. So if you have Prime Video, go ahead and watch that. And uh, after that, it's up in the air. We don't know what we're doing. After the bride with white hair, no idea. I don't. I, I've got no clue. So I had a lot of interesting suggestions. I had two people suggest best of the best, which is very interesting. Um, that's right. Best of the best of the best, sir. What's that from? Men in Black. No, I'm in black. Okay. So, uh, yes, Bride with White Hair, next episode. Uh, I'm going to end it here. Thank you so much for listening. We really, really appreciate you. Take care, and we will catch you next time. Next time.